The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. The topics discussed may include drugs, alcohol, or be sexual in nature. This show is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. I'm serious. It's dirty. Really, really dirty. Still here? Then pour your favorite beverage, sit back, and let's get this fucking show started. I get the keys ready to come in and only come and play music. Tony. What is his name, Tony? He's about to be playing. Lois can never have Superman's baby. Ah, yes. Incredible Hulk melon body. Ah! Ah! Hey, I tried to teach you how to handle comics in the sixth grade, but oh no, you wanted to play a little game instead. Aquaman's a hero! I'm sure it's better than number one looks like. I guarantee you blow the load like a shot. Thank you, Trisha. We now return you to Robin Boy Wonder. The only way he could bang regular chicks is with a kryptonite condom. That would kill him. Assemble! We are here back live once again on our home for live broadcasting right here on allgames.com. We are your weekly talk show about comic books, pop culture... Eh, a lot of bullshit more more often than not. But it's all, all in good fun. You're about to get a little bit educated, a little bit offended, and a little bit informed. But welcome to another edition of Fantastic Forum. With me on the line, I have Oz, our reporter. Sorry, I'm just figuring out this new cough button. <laughs> Did you cough? No, but the, I'm I'm doing a lot of stuff in the background that people don't need to hear. <laughs> See, that should be on our Twitch. Is you manning the boards, frantically pushing buttons and checking levels, and yeah, you never seen those videos of those top forty DJs like Spider Harrison or any of those like Shadow Stevens, like doing what was the, the guy something Casey. kid. And they're like they're running their whole board and doing that like super fast top forty talk up. No, never, oh, you got to see that. But those guys are professionals too. I'm just kind of like trying to figure out what the hell's going on around me. But you got to watch those so you, you get prepared. That's your school. All right. No, I'm trying to get uh, your your heavy metal minute right now. Oh, yeah. thank you. Yeah, yeah, that's important. And I'm hoping you sent me more than 12 seconds this time. It should be five minutes. Okay. Um, on the other line, we have our silent assassin, sleepy silent assassin, Joe. Hey, what's up? I would have been so mad if you missed today because 
<laughs> We're pretty much talking about what you suggested because Larry's gone. There's no need. Like I know he sent us the little itinerary of what we're going to talk about. So for those of you listening, we got the uh, Batmobile discussion. We had some of that last week. I took a poll and I had the results, but Larry's not here, so it doesn't matter because he's the one that really hated that new that, that new uh, sports car Batmobile. We're also talking about. Let's see, where's my little sheet of digital paper here? <clears throat> We got the Batmobile. We have the Heavy Metal Minute, which Oz mentioned. We're talking about Red Sun, the new DC animated movie. And we're talking about the Harley Quinn finale on DC Universe. You know, I was actually looking at the itinerary, and it didn't strike me until, like, a lot later. But uh, we're also missing on that itinerary. I think we were supposed to talk about Sunstone this week. Oh, yeah. Did we read it at all? Well, um, Oz read it, right? Yeah, I read the the entire first book. I haven't gotten to crack open the other ones yet. Okay. He I kept... read enough of it to form an opinion. Okay. I did. did you... Yeah. So we can talk about Sunstone as well. We know Larry didn't watch it because he doesn't like porn. Right. So yeah, so Sunstone on top of that. So we have a pretty pretty packed show. Um I I had a weird experience with uh Netflix recently. And you know, a couple weeks back I reviewed that second coming book about Jesus and it changed my life. I'm watching this documentary about the Gilbert Fernandez kid. Have you heard of that, Joe? No, I haven't. So it's a real-life case where these this mom and, and her boyfriend like brutally tortured this kid. And all the shit they describe in the trial and the case and, and all that. It's just... It, it really makes, like, makes your stomach turn. I don't care who you are. <laughs> you know? They describe the welts and... and the kid and, and the injuries and all that. And it just, it made me rabid. I, I couldn't watch it. Like, I, I really, like, <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't, I, I, it, yeah, I can't even, I don't even want to describe any of the shit they said. And, you know, um, I defy any true crime fan to, to just sit through the whole thing. Um, but I would like, I was imagining the, the, the suffering that I could inflict on these people that hurt this kid like that. Like, it's no suffering is enough. Like, I'm thinking like Hellraiser level shit, you know? And right when I did that, the words of Jesus Christ from Ahoy Comics Second Coming said, you know, the world is only saved one act of forgiveness at a time. And I'm like, fuck. I gotta forgive Emily for watching this, because... Now, now, you know, I'm living the life in the way, in the path of Jesus. Yeah, that was weird for me. Like, all those years of going to church never once has a religious tome or, or, what do you say, principle stuck with me, but the one from the fucking comic book did. 
And I don't like it. But yeah. Larry says for us to have a great show. He's not in chat. He doesn't tell me what to do. Yeah. So, yeah, he's not in chat. But you can be. And if you want to call in, you can't. But the lady will tell you how anyway. Ah, damn it. Stupid button. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, damn it. Okay. All right. Here we go. Take two. Want to get in on the action? Call Fantastic Forum on Skype and join the fun. Too shy to call in? That's okay. You can join the Discord chat room available at allgames.com slash live. Join the party. You know you want to. I fucked up my whiskey now, too. How'd you do that? It's just, I poured too much of this cherry stuff that I'm putting in it. Oh. Just because I... When that it, I hit the button and nothing played, I, I I was like just about to start pouring and I freaked out and I panicked. This is why I can't why I can't stream this. It's or maybe <laughs> I should. I mean, it, it was kind of funny. Yeah. If anything, it'll make it uh, a more a longer show. Well, I just have to add more whiskey now. Yeah. Use a bigger glass. Balance Yesterday it. I had a um, I bought a cannabis infused cola. And I tasted it without any whiskey in it, and it was, it was good cola. Like it tasted like natural, like how you hear of what Coca Cola tasted like originally before you know corn syrup and and sugar and stuff, the spices and all that. And uh, and I'm like, man, this is what that might have tasted like. And then I add whiskey to it, and it had cannabis in it. So it was there is. Such a thing as the Jack Daniels old or Jack and Coke old fashioned. Oh yeah, yeah, and it, it, like it, natural cola. Sort of. Um, the easiest way is is with uh, Mexican Coke that still uses yeah. sugar, and yeah. you you kind of boil it down to make it almost a syrupy. Yeah, and you add that to the drink. There's a couple other little differences, but it's basically an old fashioned that tastes like Jack and Coke. Okay. You can buy just cola syrup at, like, Save-On. Well, oh, man, Save-On don't exist no more. Like, CVS. Yeah, but and, the, the, the problem with that is that's, that's corn syrup. Oh, you, maybe, yeah. I mean, if it's American, it, it probably is. That's why yeah. they specifically say the Mexican one, because they still use the real sugar. Yeah. Yeah. I also like to thank Steve Rubin. Steve Rubin. Never mind. I'm not gonna thank nobody. Fuck. Uh, you okay? Yeah, I said fuck. Oh, uh, <laughs> I thought you coughed. Uh, Tyreek Lawrence chat says, "What's up, Fantastic Forum? How long before San Diego Comic Con gets postponed due to coronavirus? E3 is also canceled. Yeah, this coronavirus is is." You know, everybody everybody dropped out of Emerald City Comic Con, um, and they didn't cancel Emerald City Comic Con, but people aren't going. And E three is canceled. There's a lot of concerts canceled. I mean, all my heavy metal minute this week is all coronavirus all the time. It's funny that all this shit is everybody's freaking out, but didn't LA just have the LA Marathon? Yeah. Like thousands of people just out there yeah. sweating each other. Yeah. Yeah. No, and the thing is, it's it's all media, like, 
scared. Like now, I really can't trust CNN. Like I tried watching it today, and they were talking about coronavirus, and it was literally just fanning these flames of idiocy. Welcome, brother. Yeah. Well, no, I'm not trusting you guys either because you guys are talking about President Trump doing a good job. Meanwhile, he defunded the global CDC satellites that prevent the shit from coming here. So, I mean, it's not right either. Now, is this affecting your business? Like, Uh, you have a social job. Yeah, it kind of is. Um, There's a lot less traffic (laughs) to work now. There, uh, there's a lot less people coming through, um, but I still, I still do like yesterday I was busy all day nonstop, but that's because my worker had a stroke and he's in the hospital. So I was taking on his clients, my clients and mutual clients yesterday. Um, but other than that, it, you know, last week was a little slow. I still do all right. Like my weekly clients, like keep me afloat with that i have a good base where i almost have almost like a steady paycheck a little bit so i'm okay but yeah it's affecting like (laughs) i know the liquor store i go to they're like nobody's coming here they're asian too like it's weird like people pick this time and and that's how i know the media's fucking with it because they literally like poke at your prejudices like the first thing they tell you is like oh it's from eating this bat soup and this snake soup and now people don't want to go to Chinese food restaurants, so they they know people are stupid and they're playing they're playing them. Yeah, which is dumb because if it came from from like they said the, this bat soup that they have in right. China, I mean, are you, you're not they don't sell that here. Like I don't even think that'd be legal here. And you know what? I've gotten colds twice from Jack in the Box, and it's not because the fucking illiterate dropout at Jack in the Box sneezed in my shit. It's because. I touched dirty ass money with my hands and then ate that food with my dirty ass hands after touching that dirty ass money. You know, I'm like, I'm over here, like, you know, I, I was blaming Jack in the Box for like 30 seconds. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. It's fast food. You eat it with your money. You eat it with your hand after you touch your money. Of course, you're going to get sick. You know? Yeah. It, it's ridiculous. It's fucking ridiculous. All this. I, I watched. Two, three women fight for a pack of toilet paper. And even some guy at work was like, you know, he was proud that he bought a bunch of toilet paper. And I'm like, you know what? I bought guns to take your toilet paper. And he just got quiet. And I go, you're over here thinking like Walking Dead. If you're really, if you were really prepared, you wouldn't have to go where there's a bunch. You don't want to have to escape germs by going to buy shit where everybody's going to buy shit. Like, if anything, you caught it going to Costco. Yeah, I don't get, with, like, buying the bottled water. Like, the taps yeah. are going to work, you know? It's... Right. And not only that, but it's it's even, like, if you're really a prepper, <laughs> you don't you have your stuff for when the pandemic hits. Like, you don't have to leave the house, <laughs> you know? Like, you don't, ha- you don't do your shopping at the eve of the pandemic, you know? Joe, has it affected you? I know your job is dealing with people too. Like, oh yeah, it's definitely affected me. Like, I work parties and they've been canceling left and right. Man, and I actually didn't even work this week. Wow. So it's like, yeah, it's fucking me up. Well, you should learn to cut hair, man. <laughs> I should. Yeah, I mean, it took me. It took me. I want to say like. 
a good two years, maybe three, to get the the base that I have, and you know now I'm good. But it, you know I, I have a good like steady amount that I know I'm gonna bring in each week. But you know it, it, there is some scary times, some lean times. It sounds like not, there's a there's an opening in your shop. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. There is. Uh, hmm. So sad. How long was your school for that? I mean, you can knock it out if you actually go full, like more than full time. You can knock it out in about a year and a half. Okay. I'll think on that. Like I, I've cut hair before. Yeah. Um. When I was in the Navy, I used to cut hair. Okay. I wasn't great at it, but... Yeah, a little structure and a little guidance. Maybe you would be. Right. I'll tell you what. Everybody in my family that learned to cut hair had their own shop within a year. And now, Mo, too, you had your own shop within the first year, too, right? Uh, Two. After two. Well, within the first three, yeah. Yeah, see, well, and they all had... The advantage that I think my mom did it first, and so they, yeah. they all worked at my mom's shop right away, right. and that got them their their clientele, I guess, to open their own shop. Yeah. So it's a, I mean, people are always going to need haircuts, even yeah. in the apocalypse. Yep. Yeah. Look, look at Negan, man. Negan. Well, not TV Negan, but comic book Negan was clean shaven. He had a barber he could trust, even in the, after the the dystopia. Those you know, it was weird. I was actually looking into The Walking Dead tangentially. Oh, yeah? Yeah, like I was looking up Scott and Gimple. Oh, yeah. Um, and he's actually like a, one of the big people on that show. Yeah. Like I was wondering if he was dead or not. And he's alive. So... You may not know this. The reason why I was looking into him is he is the creator of Fillmore, which is still not on Disney Plus. Okay. And I was wondering if like he died and they couldn't get the rights or something. There was like a rights thing, which is why uh, it wasn't on Disney Plus. But I guess that's not it. They're just assholes, I guess. Well, they don't want black stuff there. I mean, um, the Proud family is there now. Yeah, but they, they're not going to allow, like, Song of the South there either. Nobody wants Song of the South there. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? Uh, I haven't seen Song of the South, but I hear it's terrible. I mean, so I, I kind of miss the crows in Dumbo. I They cut them out? I think so. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but I, I I remember there was, you know what? It might be if they have the original back on Disney Plus, but yeah. I know for a while there was a cut where they they either like took them out of of uh, as much as they could, or they didn't call the main one uh, Jim. They did uh, something. There, there was something funky that went on. I know you can't cut them out entirely because they were the ones that give him the magic feather. Yeah, and they teach him how to fly. They, they might have at least changed his name or something. I, I haven't seen the Disney Plus version that's out there now. Uh, I, I'm assuming it's the original. And that's something I'm actually not a fan of. It's like, 
I realize that shit changes. What was acceptable then isn't right. acceptable now. But I'm a big fan of like just roll with it. Like admit it. Like hey, those are different times. Right. This is what happened. We know, and just move on. Like I'm, I'm a really not a huge fan of censoring old shit just because. Uh, yeah, the the mentality changed, and we are realized shit is racist now. It's like uh, I just found out that uh, Mark Twain's books have been censored. Yeah. So. Uh, Nigger Jim is now like Slave Jim. But at least they, they didn't like, just call him just like Jim. How do you yeah. censor Mark Twain Not before cool. you get to Tarantino? Well, t- you know, Tarantino, he owns his own shit. Mark Twain, it's, you know, the publishers own it. You can get at the publishers. I mean,. I kind of just am like, you know, just move on from here. Like, I know Fantasia also got in a bit of trouble because one of the centaurs was like a caricature. And it's like, look, yes, that sucked. But it's a, but, you know, but you it, can't just pretend it didn't happen. Right. And that, you know, for me, pretending it didn't happen is the most racist shit you can do, you know? Like, actually having it there and having it as a teachable moment for your kids. Like, I know I I did that with, I don't even remember what I did it with, but it's like, we're watching something and it it was an older movie and they treat black black people a certain way and I, I told my nephew, like, he was like five and he was why are they doing, you know, he had little black friends too and he's like, why are they doing that like that and i'm like oh well you know back then in fact a little now (laughs) people feel this way towards people of different race and colors and it's dumb but that's how it was and you know it's your job my job to really like kind of not let that move into the future you know what i mean right and you know that's a teaching tool you know, Song of the South could be a teaching tool. <laughs> the the reason I'm mad that it's not on there is because I never watched it, but I had the uh, I had the sing along video. Remember how they used to do sing along videos for their movies? Right. Like, just the music with the lyrics, and you just sing along. And mm-hmm. I sang all those songs of the South. Not no. He do does like a famous song, and right. apparently it's like really good. Like I've yeah. heard it before. I'm not the particular audience for it. Yeah. But, you know, it's like, yeah, like, there is some value in Song of the South. Yeah. Apparently. I haven't seen it yet, so I don't know 100%. So speaking of shit that gets changed, Red Sun. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't do all the production you didn't watch it all, or I, I did watch it, but I also meant to watch the motion comic as a companion piece. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I did not get a chance to do that. Um, but yeah, I did watch Red Sun. So if you don't know, Red Sun is ooh, is that Malar? 
I think. Uh, yeah, Mark Millar and I forget who does the art. I know Dave Johnson did the designs and the cover, but I don't know if he did the actual interior art. Go ahead, continue. I'll, I'll give four, Okay, it was a four-issue Elseworlds series, uh, basically proposing the question: What if Superman had landed in Russia instead of Kansas? And the answer is, he becomes like your friendly neighborhood dictator. Like it's really interesting. Like he. He gives his powers to the state, and Stalin is, like, doing shit behind his back. And so he kills Stalin and takes over, and things are better, except for when they're not. Like, he's actually doing some horrific shit uh, in his naivety to uh, be almost as bad as a monster as Stalin was. And, uh... The United States is scared, and so they have Luther kind of playing this chess game to neutralize him. And, uh, yeah, you basically have Luther versus Superman. International edition. So what did you guys think? So... I watched it, and right off the bat, I'm like, oh, it's that animation again. And the actual design of the animation, animation, the look, everything looks good still, you know. But it's just, they cut frames. I, I don't know if they don't want to draw, like, I, what's the average cartoon? Like, what, 12 frames per second or something that they do? Uh, uh, us? Should be at minimum 24. Right. I feel like they do like 12, <laughs> you know, at least in some scenes, you know, and it really throws me off. Like it just something like when you stuff looks static when you read it in comics, because it is static. You're watching like little frames in the sequence, you know, of the action and when you watch it animated, like, I don't know if maybe I'm watching too much uh, My Hero Academia, but when shit gets choppy, it really irks me. And this one did it right at the beginning. But on that, the design was cool and the voice acting was cool. I, I enjoyed it. As far as being like the comic, I can't even, like, I, it's been so long since I read Red Sun that I can't even comment on that. So I actually kind of enjoyed it. Because of that, because I didn't remember the comic. Oh, yeah, they, they changed a few things in it. But I think a lot of the, like, usually these um, animated movies based on a story, they've been pretty good with following the, the books. Uh, I think Red Sun is probably, like, the one that's the most different from, from the source material. But for the better. Like, the whole scene at the dam, that's not in, in the original books. The okay. um, you, the Batman Batman's parents, they they were actually killed by Stalin's son in the book, and so the the way they did it here kind of makes it more of a personal thing between him and Superman. Okay, and like 
I was really happy that they didn't start with the with the ship landing. Because it, it, do you remember that whole thing? The 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 opening with the ship. Well, I mean, they all start with the fucking ship landing. Yeah. But then how that related to to the end where Millar thought he was fucking Shamala for a minute. Nah, man. So what they what they end up doing is you know the beginning is the the ship the the parents all that all that nonsense and then after the story's over and they talk about the utopia that's ushered in by the Luthers and how how he becomes like a a hero and he extends life and all this and then they they start saying that that the name Luther kept getting shorter and shorter so that however many years into the future they go, it's just L. And so Cal L is a descendant of Lex Luthor. And he actually got sent back in time when, when they sent them out, it was earth being destroyed. It, it, is Millar trying to be, I don't know if he was trying to be planet of the apes or, or Shyamalan. Cause I don't think Shyamalan was really a thing back then. When, when this book came out, I, I forget when the book actually came out. I know it was like early eighties. No, it was two thousand like three. Really, the original book? I thought yeah. it was older than that. Huh? Yeah, yeah two thousand three. Okay, so yeah, it's Millar trying to be Shyamalan, try to try to throw in that twist that was really not necessary, and that that's not in this. That's not in in the in the animated at all. They don't they don't go into the ship. They start off. He's already a kid, and they end it. Kind of a at at Luther's hey I I beat Superman speech basically I don't remember if he if he resigned when when and that the happened book did not resign okay yeah that's what I thought I thought like he actually got like elected to like ten terms or something ridiculous mm. that's what I, that's what I remember I I just remember he lived to like eight hundred years because of the science he used and and all that nonsense the only change that bugged me was the way he was defeated even though it's kind of cool the the how much how spoilery are we getting here uh i'm down to get all spoilery joe yeah i'm fine with it okay yeah larry's not here so i'll vote for him he's he's go ahead friend (laughs) it's kind of a cool image that that uh Lois Lane, well, Superman 2 is holding this bottled city, which I think was Stalingrad in this case, where it's Kandor in the in the original mythology. Not yeah. the original Red Sun, but it's it's always Kandor that's in the bottle. Right. And it might have been Stalingrad in the book, too. I, I don't remember. He's holding it, and Brainiac basically blows it up in his, in his hands. That's a, that's a really cool scene that I kind of like, but I like the way he was defeated in the book because... The whole thing was Luther can't go toe to toe with Superman. It, it's stupid. Luther doesn't have powers, even with a suit. He can't. He just can't do that. He'd get killed immediately. Especially a Superman that it, it, we're at a point he doesn't care if he kills you. So it, it he he uses his mind. You know he he basically writes a sentence on a sheet of paper that Superman reads, and he's just telling him, "Well, why don't why don't you you know bottle up the whole Earth because." The, the bottled city was always like his greatest failure. Like that, that in the book, they keep going back to that. How he, it, it's his failure. He, he, he was never able to bring those people back and it always bugged him. And then when Luther tells him, Look, why don't you just put the whole fucking planet in the bottle 
if that's you know if you want everything to be a, a certain way and it just fucks him up mentally and i always like that that's that's the intellectual beating the the super strong and you know they still kind of do it they, they still infer that but i think it was more powerful just he beat him with the pen and not the sword type of type of uh thing that they did with the book you know the in the in the animated it's it's I mean, it's right in your face. She's holding it. And it's like, oh, look, why don't you just put the whole planet in a bottle like this city? And then he's like, oh, my bad. And then to top it off, it gets blown up in his hands. So, yeah, he's going to be pissed at that point and realize he fucked up. So that's probably the one change that bugged me. Uh, all the other changes were kind of minor. They still kind of I'm glad Bizarro was in it, even though he got changed a little bit like they made him more. I think he was originally all fucked up because he's Bizarro. Like you had to know from the beginning, he was Bizarro in the in the original books. I like the Green Lantern Corps stuff. I'm glad they they put that in there. All in all, I enjoyed it. The one thing I actually didn't like was kind of the ending, where he shows up in the crowd. I thought that was kind of corny. Yeah, but he does that in the book. He well, yeah, there, there's no crowd, but they show him walking around as as Clark Kent, kind of in in hiding to kind of see if the world is better off without him. Yeah, but I don't know. Just being in the crowd there, catching Lois's eye, I thought that was just. Yeah, I don't know. But him walking around, like, I'm cool with him being alive. It's just a nod to the camera that I don't really, didn't really like. I also, and I, I don't, I, for some reason, like, I haven't read the story in a while, but I thought Wonder Woman died in the book. Do you, do either you remember if she did or not? I think she did. Yeah, I remember her sacrificing herself for... For him and to to save him. Yeah, I think she did die, but yeah, I don't. They changed that. Well, I don't think you know they want to kill Wonder Woman. Oh right, popularity. Right. Plus, I mean, she's like, she's still Wonder Woman in in this. I mean, she's still. From the Mascara and everything, yeah. they, they they take out Batman because well, I mean, that's a, a really cool scene. But also, he's technically not Bruce Wayne. You know, he's a Bruce Wayne like figure, right? So you you can you can knock him off, but yeah, that's 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 Wonder Woman. Yeah, I did like how they killed him off. That scene where where they fight yeah. underground that that is probably like the most accurate to the book. I like that they used Diedrich Bader for Batman again. He did a good job because he did the accent too and everything. And then <clears throat> you know we're gonna get to it later, but we'll talk about on Harley finale. Like he's the Batman in Harley Quinn. And he's also the brave and the bold Batman. 
So I think he's a good animated Batman. Yeah. The end. <laughs> All right. What we so, uh, how did everybody? What would everyone rate Red Sun? Uh, I would give it a. Aside from. Yeah, I guess like a three and a half hammer and sickle. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that animation, like, is just. They, they gotta do a little. I don't know what they gotta do. They, gotta, they just gotta make it more fluid. It's just some of it felt choppy, you know? Okay. I didn't get that. I didn't get that sense at all. Watch it a second time and look for like the leaves swaying in the wind, the wheat leaves or the wheat grass or whatever. Like, look at that. And it's like, that should be the easiest one to like, to do, like to make it look fluid. You know? Nah, I'm good. (laughs) Is this one of those we send over to Korea to get animated? I, I well, I think that's the problem. They're doing it here, so they they have to actually pay a living wage. So they they're like, okay, eight hours, you're done. Yeah, I think if we actually sent it to Korea, it'd be more fluid. Yeah, so I'm gonna give it four and a half. Uh, I really liked it. It's one of the few times where. Uh, the the changes from the book actually I think work better in in the animated. So I enjoyed it. I'd give it a five, but apparently the frame rate was off. <laughs> no, well, if you didn't notice it, then that's, that's good. You know, give it a five. I, well, and also the that whole holding Stalingrad instead of the the note. Uh, yeah. What about you? The four. Like not being familiar with the source material, I did not. You know, I went into it fresh and new, and I liked it. Like Superman as a dictator, story made sense. It was good action. I liked the characters. Uh, you you gave it a what? Three and a half again? No, four and a half. Four and a half. I I really enjoyed it. Okay, so one, so a twelve. I don't know, oh, fifteen. I forgot to average it out. <laughs> <laughs> so a four, a solid four from Fantastic Forum. I got to show my work. All right. I want to talk about the the Harley Quinn finale, man. I only watched like the first, um, I want to say four episodes, and then I stopped, and I jumped. Like once I got that itinerary, I'm like, you know what? I got home. I actually got home a lot later than I thought, but I had enough time to watch that episode. I'm like, I'm gonna watch it real quick, and I I really enjoyed it. Like, 15 minutes of that was better than the whole Birds of Prey movie. 
Yeah. Like I, I'm I I I'm going I'm going back and I'm gonna watch the whole series now because it, it really that's the one thing I've been talking to clients about the Birds of Prey movie. Um one of my clients his kids want to see it, but he didn't, but he feels he has to because you know he's a comic fan and he's like I'm, I have to. I'm like, no, nah, don't, you know. And then I have another fan, another, um, <clears throat> another client, and he, uh, he saw it high as fuck by himself, and he's like, man, this movie's so good, like, yeah. And then his girlfriend wanted to see it. He didn't know she wanted to see it, so he wanted to see it a second time, sober. And they both walked out thirty minutes in. And they're like, we don't really need to watch this, right? And she's like, "Yeah, I'm out. I'm good." They, they they walked out in the theater. I think out of all of us in the show, I'm the one that enjoyed it the most. And I would tell them, "Nah, don't. Go. You can you can skip it. It's it's fine. Wait for Suicide Squad two. Like Har- the Harley Quinn movie should have been these dudes. Like, you know, they're not the best depictions of you know, for example, King Shark. Like, it's not the best depiction of King Shark. Like to me, that's. That King Shark is like that croc in the first Suicide Squad movie. You know what I mean? But everybody else, like even the dude in the wheelchair, what was it like Lenny or some shit? Like Cyborgman. Yeah. yeah the like, original cyborg. If, if he was in that movie, like if they want to go like full Deadpool, because that's what the movie feels like. That's what everybody that either, well, I haven't met anybody that loved it, but everybody that hated it. Says like, oh, it was just trying to be Deadpool. Um, I still don't get that. Like, people keep saying that, and I just don't see it. Yeah, I, 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 that's what I said. Like, it, if it really wanted to be Deadpool, it would have been good. But if they would have had that character in it, like that, that would have they if that would have been cool. You know, Doctor Psycho, Clayface, like. Ivy, Ivy is my favorite part of this cartoon. It has been since the beginning, and then just watching her in the finale was was so good. But even the way the series, like, I want to see how it played out to get to the point where it is at the point when we start the finale, where it's like Joker has this dystopia that he now created in Gotham. Yeah. So you didn't see, you didn't haven't watched any other episode but the finale. No, I watched like the first three or four. Okay. Yeah, it's a. I mean, you string them all together, you binge them all like in one day, and it's a pretty cohesive story. I mean, one episode to the yeah. next. Yeah, you and know, and I got that sense. I did get that sense from watching the first four. But and it and it was one of those things where it's like, well, you know, it might be something if we're not talking about it week in and week out, I'm not gonna watch it because there's other stuff I have to do. But because I wasn't even that fan, like a fan of that the series that much. Like there's things about it I don't like. But even in this finale, it, it you know those things were just so minuscule. In, in the grand scheme of things, that it was really just about Harley and Joker. Yeah, dude, this show made me appreciate the awesomeness of Kite Man. <laughs> <laughs> We're not talking about that. We're talking about the finale. I mean, he's in the finale, right? Yeah, but you know, he didn't do dude, much in the finale, seeing, did he? Seeing that relationship progress is amazing. 
I do want to see that. It, it takes like five episodes, but you kind of see it little by little. Well, I saw it at the beginning because I even thought he was an anti-Semitic like drop thing <laughs> at the beginning because he shows up at the bar mitzvah and it's Kite Man and it rhymes with Kike, you know? But it turns out that's just me. But yeah, as it, as it goes along. And like you said, Poison Ivy is like the best thing in this fucking show. Yeah. Why they didn't put her in that fucking uh, Harley Quinn movie and do kind of like a half-assed Sirens movie? Dude. For real, Joe. I mean, you gotta, you gotta have a. I know we're talking about it, like we're glowed, we're glowing about this. But you, like, for you, this has got to be some, some kind of achievement, right? Um, yeah, like, yeah, definitely. And it's like the as far as the relationship with Kite Man, they actually did a really cool thing towards the finale. Where they use their relationship to just focus on Harley. Like, they do a moment where, you know, she calls Kite Man for help. And Harley is like, like, why do you have his number? Like, she's, like, kind of so self-absorbed that she, yeah. like, she's the only one that doesn't know that they're dating. I think I did see that. It turns into, like, a moment between them. Where they're like, where Harley is like, oh, man, like, she just has the moment to think, like, man, maybe I do need to, like, I really kind of need to change. And it's like, it's actually like a pretty cool moment. Like, stemming out of the Kite Man relationship. Word. As Larry says, since he's not here, I'll do it. But yeah, uh, and then even in the finale, like he's sleeping at her grave, <laughs> like he made a, a homeless encampment behind her gravestone, and that was kind of cool. He kind of like in the finale, he told he kind of made Harley like, "Hey, Harley, well, if you want really like do something, because I, I guess at the point this is from somebody who didn't see the other episodes, but at the point where we start." The Joker have has defeated. He, he rules all crime, and turned Gotham into a dystopia all around. And then he's just the king of Gotham. And Harley's like living in exile within Gotham, but no, you can't. You know, she's undercover. She goes to visit um, Ivy's grave. You'll have to watch the series to find out how that went. And then Kite Man just says, well, you know, there's a reward for you because he wants you alive. And, you know, clearly he wants you to, like, show up. So that triggers her her mind to, like, okay, this is how I'm going to do it. And it just plays out so well. Like, they do kind of, like, that Alex Ross painting where Joker and Harley are together they do the opposite where it's like there's just a frame when they're fighting but they're they haven't started fighting yet but they're like dancing and then when you realize that they both stabbed each other and I thought that was like I don't want to yeah. say brilliant but I'm going to say brilliant like I'm like oh shit like they both use the tricks on each other and the jokester the trickster motif on each other and it turned into a fight and that made me uh, think about Red Sun, too, where it's like, okay, 
like that fight wasn't as fluid as uh you know like a Naruto fight or a, a My Hero Academia fight but they managed to do it with their budget in a way that as static as it was it was their dance you know like they use the story to drive that so you forget about that little frame rate issue you know what i mean mhm and, and you know the the only criticism i can say cuz i didn't even spot i didn't even spot it like i was i was in awe was emily she said that wound looked a little big for that knife you know the one that Har- that joker put in harley like he didn't move it around or anything you see her like try to twist it to really like make some damage on joker but she had a really big gash oh okay other than that like that was an inconsistent but i'm not i'm not even gonna like fault them on that like the way that whole thing played out was really cool yeah Like, they did her story arc very well. Like, yeah. Yeah, they just, it's a great arc for her. You know, a little predictable in the middle, but, you know, the resolution was actually, ends up being really good. I love Chibi's move as the plant, too. Yeah, he's good. Like, did you see the episode? Well, no, you didn't. But at one point, he's, like, trying to find Ivy. And that's, like, a pretty funny scene where he keeps getting people to drive him around. <laughs> yeah, the, the, whole, the whole show is well done. I really enjoyed, like, like I said, watch, binge watch them all on one shot. It's, what, eight episodes, half an hour each? So... Four hours, man. You, way better than the than than that movie that Just most eight. people spent two hours on. Yeah, it was more than eight, wasn't it? It had to have been like ten or eleven. But yeah, in fact, I'll bring up my phone right now. I'll open the app. Let's see. I thought it was eight. It could be ten. Still, look. The more the more the merrier. There's a couple episodes that get weird. Like, you know, the, the episode in, in Harley's mind is a little weird, but it's in her mind. So, yeah, things are going to get a little fucked up. Then, oh, I uh, like that one. The one that where, one was actually, like, one of the cooler ones. The one where they're driving down Harley Quinn Highway. That's kind of weird. Oh, it's 13 episodes. Still worth it. I mean, yeah. you got dudes that watch the movie twice, so yeah. So they, I, I they mean, paid they paid a shit ton of money to watch some an inferior product to this. <laughs> if you if you like Harley Quinn, this is this is where you go. Yeah, yeah that's a way better Harley. And even like honestly, they fuck up every other character, but in a good way. Like I said I, I love the fact that Bane does that that voice from the movies. <laughs> Fucking yeah. laugh. Every time, especially when he's threatening something or like when he wants to blow up the, the hot wings because they fell or some shit, it's it's funny as hell. When uh, he wants to blow up the coffee shop, he's like, Oh, sure, Todd, it's an 
make my coffee cold, not cold. <laughs> like he's Bane is kind of great in this. Yeah, Mo, you talked about King Shark. It's a little weird for me this this King Shark, but like there's a let's see. Nah, I'm gonna try to not be too spoilery. There's an episode where he gets sent to prison, and like the way that happens, like I felt bad. I was like, oh, oh man, they're well, you know, treating him like a black man in America. Yeah, no, I actually did watch that episode. I think, I think that's the last one I saw. Dude, I I felt so bad when the cops took him down, and then yeah. like the at the end of the episode when Harley realizes that she forgot about him, like I felt bad for him again, even though he was basically running the prison at that point. Yeah, he was just like cool because that's who he is. Um, Clayface can get annoying, but I mean that that's his they established that from the beginning that he's like that. So you kind of like you you roll with it. Okay, my only one issue was like with Batman. Like, it seems kind of weird that he was, like, captive for, like, however many days he was. I think it was, like, a couple yeah. of months. Yeah, it was, like, eight months. Um, but the thing is, every time they showed him, he was, like, trying to get out. Like, he was fidgeting. I thought, they never showed him, like, staticky. I thought the only, the only character that, that actually kind of bugged me was what they did with Commissioner Gordon. Yeah. That, that, I hate that. Like, but. I understand the dude has some problems, but I don't know. They took that one a little bit far. Yeah. Uh, in even, chat. Even though uh, his love for tanks was, was fucking hilarious. In chat, Hex says, I forgot about daylight savings. It's easy. Dr. Rev says, did you also forget your hand condoms for Coronavid 19? No, I'm waiting for the coronavirus. I'm waiting to get the coronavirus so I can die and just go away to a place close to you, Jeezy. I'm more upset that his uh, his picture is a is a Mexican bread. Yeah, it makes me want Mexican bread. Now I'm getting hungry. Yeah, you know, yeah, I'm getting hangry. I'll just throw an extra cherry in my whiskey. <laughs> Ooh, I have cherries in the fridge. So what do we give the finale for uh, Harley Quinn? Um, well, you kind of got to look at the whole thing, don't you? Or do you not? I, I don't know. I think, I think you should. Because, I mean, you can just watch the finale, but... There's some shit happening that you really want to see how you get to that point, like Mo said. So I would yeah. rather just do the whole series. Well, you two, what do you two give it? I won't. I'll recuse myself. Um, I give it a four and a half. It was like a near perfect series, like funny, violent. The characterizations, even though some of them were like played more for comedy they weren't like obnoxious well i mean they were when they were supposed to be like yeah Clayface was obnoxious yeah but that was kind of funny i love how he like quoted one of his favorite actors and it was like 
um, was it William Shatner? <laughs> right. But yeah, it's great. And I kind of hope they do another season. Like, I kind of want to see if they can, like, go from where they are and keep going with it. Yeah, I don't see what the hell they can do. Unless they do, like, a No Man's Land. Well, that oh, that's what I wanted to get to, too. I love how it ended with No Man's Land. Like, you know, Batman's missing, and that second season's going to be the shit. Like, we're going to get a good Cassandra Kane, maybe. Because that's when she came out, right? At No Man's Land? Uh, right around then, yeah. Yeah. So, we're going to get a, a cool Huntress, a good Cassandra Kane. You know, we're going to get, you know, maybe a good Orpheus. I, uh, no, not in the series, but I know those two, they could definitely, like, do. Uh, we could probably get a Katana, you know? Right. Well, I'm going to give it five out of five. Like, this is this is why you get DC Universe. Shit shit like this. Yeah. I, and do Patrol. Be, better than Titans. Uh, I guess not better than Doom Patrol. Yeah. Because Doom Patrol. It's on that level, though. Yeah, it's. From watching the finale, like, it's on that level. Ah, oh, shit. I hate you, Hector. In chat. I know. He's like. He knows I hate Pops. I don't know why he's posting Pops that now I want. I st- <laughs> I'm still mad at myself for the ones for the one fucking Pop I bought, which I guess is technically two. Wait, can I count it as one? Because they're both in the same box. Yes, you can. Okay, so I only have one Pop. Stupid heck. But yeah, Harley Quinn is... Uh, it's, it's, worth getting the dc it, it makes the dc the price you paid for the dc app more worth it you know that combined with like the two or three other shows i mean like you guys are enjoying the uh not titans what young justice right yeah that's, young justice was phenomenal that's been good uh fuck this thing is distracting me that was <laughs> What's that robot man, <laughs> robot man show again? Doom Patrol. Yeah. Yeah, Doom Patrol was good. He, Titans. Eh, eh. Would I almost tell people to just torrent torrent uh, the shows because I don't think DC Universe is going to go on for much longer. Like, I logged in today. I haven't logged in for a while, but I logged in today to, to watch the finale. Like, I literally came... To the at home, I got home at the point where I'm like, okay, I can watch that finale and then call Oz. Um, and they had a weird D and D, like a DC Universe version of Dungeons and Dragons, and you're just watching people play that. And it's like really like they they well, have nothing. That's popular now. No, I get it. I get it that it is, but I'm not gonna like. As a paying customer, that's not the content I'm going to pay for. I'll watch it for free. Yeah, I'm I, not going to pay for that. I mean, the yeah. Green Lantern show that they're planning to do, that's going to be on HBO. Right. Everything they're planning on moving forward is going on HBO. Even HBO if it is going to be on DC Universe, it's going to be on HBO Max. 
and you're gonna you're actually if you have HBO Max, you'll be a better. Um, you, you'll have the whole series to binge, while the DC Universe people have to wait. Uh, Plus, you get all the extra stuff that HBO Max is going to have. Exactly. Which, uh, they're getting some really good shit. Well, they're getting good shit at, when they come out, but they have good shit already. Like, The Outsider. Like, I, <laughs> I just finished watching that. Uh, amazing series. If you like it, like, and Stephen King, like, that's it, Guy Den. You know what I mean? Okay. And then, like, there's a show called. Well, it has nothing. It's Mr. Mercedes. There's characters that come out in The Outsider that come out in Mr. Mercedes, but I don't know where the fuck to watch that because, you know, it's streaming wars now. Like, they, uh, supposedly Stars has it. I had the Stars app. I, I watch it. That's where I watch the Jeffersons. And. Um, Hold on. The Jeffersons? Yeah, the Jefferson. Like Wheezy? Yeah, I love that show. Okay. Uh, I just haven't heard the Jeffersons in a while. Nah, is, uh, that show is amazing. Yeah. They even had a, a uh, <laughs> they had a, a Jeffersons all in the family crossover. Like, that's the true shared universe on TV before CW Burst or Arrowverse. Well, I mean, before Arrowverse, there was like um, the Law and Order, Law and Orderverse. Yeah, but Jeffersons and Archie Bunkle was before that, right? Yeah, but I mean, that was before Arrow. Arrow just kind of came in and started doing old shit. Yeah, their their un- their shared universe is like very fluid. Like they can just add anything to it. Yeah, uh, Tiger Client chat says I can picture Moses Magnum wearing a hazmat suit while cutting people's hair at the barbershop. No, you cannot. That shit would never happen. <laughs> I have, have to wear, forget to put in my put on my smock. I wear a hazmat suit for work. I haven't I haven't been able to go to the gym in a couple of weeks because I still have this cough. Uh, I'm working the hell out of this cough button, by the way. Well, you know, the the going to the gym helps because the breathing pushes all that shit out. Yeah, but it's going to push that shit out to the equipment and everybody else there. So I'm doing it. I'm doing other people a favor. But I was going to say, I I haven't been able to go to the gym for two weeks. But, man, I got abs of steel trying to hold hold these coughs in. Because you do (laughs) not want to cough into into a, a hazmat mask. Right. That like and I'm trying to like like as the as the Mexican in the in the plant, I don't want them to be thinking, oh, coronavirus right there. <laughs> and, so like I, I'm trying to hide I whew, I spend like eight or nine hours a day just like working my abs holding these coughs in. Nah and, man. And as soon as I get into into my car, man, like a chunk of lung comes out. I've been holding it so long. Nah, you shouldn't hold it in. Yeah, but then I wouldn't have this six-pack. You still don't have it. It's in there. 
I mean, you got to get in through like four or five inches of fat, but you can feel it. Yeah, that lard. Look, lard makes stuff delicious. <laughs> I'm going to leave that alone. All right, what, what, I got to look at that itinerary again. Let's see. Oh, the Batmobile. <laughs> so Larry's not here. So I'm, uh, I'm talking about this Batmobile. I actually, uh, this whole week since last week, the news broke about the Batmobile. Uh, I, we've been texting pictures of Batmobiles to Larry. And he hates all of them for arbitrary reasons. Like they don't have spoilers. They don't have, uh, they don't look Batmobile-y enough. You know what I mean? And that just doesn't make sense because it's like, yeah, you know, the, the new one actually has like spoilery aspects to it. You know, it, it looks like a Batmobile, especially like a year one type. Like for a year one, that that's, that's kind of cool, you know? But he, he's just... He's not having it. I mean, I do kind of see the flares in the back. Right. I I showed pictures of all the, like, from different angles. I'm putting in chat the picture I circled for Larry where you can see the flares. I showed him a Greg Capullo, which is going to be in chat right now, too. And you showed the Neil Adams one. I'll post that in a second uh, i have it on there already and then uh as i go through my picture list you know they, there's comic book versions that don't look like like stereotypical that that's all i got but um yeah, there is non-stereotypical batmobiles in the comics and he's like nah i'm not having it like that that monster truck that i put in chat is uh it looks like that movie one is that from the big, is that from the heavy metal storyline coming out yeah yeah it's greg capullo drawing it that's i cropped all that information out so that he wouldn't have any bias and he said he liked it but it looks just like that new one with big wheels that's it and, uh, uh, you know, I did do a poll on our Instagram and 75% of the people love, like that new, uh, movie Batmobile. Yeah. I, I think it's fine, especially for a year one. Yeah. You know, I don't expect his, his bat suit to be all like finished either. It's yeah. Like, it's like, it, I heard, it's like if Batman I, begins, like he's wearing a ski mask for the first time he goes right. out, you know? And um, they they say that the bat emblem isn't in the movie, but the the there's a story that it's confirmed that it's in the the actual Batmobile, and it's it's actually when you open the hood, you see the way the engine and shit's arranged. It's the shape of a bat. But so I, I didn't I didn't I didn't even bother to put that in there because that's just dumb. But it, I mean it's cool that that's the bat, but. The fact that I had to like see somebody outline it before the movie comes out, and I was like, "Yeah, that's dumb." 
And then they say that he wears the bat emblem on his suit, the 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 new Batman, and it's just parts of gun like welded onto the suit. I thought that was dumb too, but I haven't seen it, so I don't know if it's true or not. Yeah, that's that's the that's dumb. Um, I like the whole he's got the gun in the trophy case thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that too. I'll post but the I'll post the emblem of what they're talking about, and it's just that that first video where they first show the suit, and there's a close up of his chest, and that's where they kind of. Oh, okay, that red video. Yeah. Uh, I hated that video because everybody's like, oh, it's the first look at the suit. I'm like, I, I watched it. I'm like, I didn't see nothing. I just saw red. I saw the intro to Daredevil. <laughs> Go ahead and put that. Um, I'll, I'll post it in chat and then somebody like added yellow highlights to that. Okay. Joe, you saw the new uh, Batmobile, right? Um, just the one you posted, like, I haven't been following the news. Oh, okay. But how do you, what do you think about that Batmobile? Like, are you in chat at all or no? Yeah, I am. Okay. So you can see a couple angles. Uh, uh, yeah, it actually kind of looks like the, the one from the comic. Yeah. There's some Todd ripped off. Yeah. Like, I don't have a problem with it. Like, Especially when you guys are saying, like, year one, it's like, yeah. Yeah. Basic sports car. A car with good handling that can handle, like, sharp turns and pick up speed quick. Like, what more do you want? You know what I mean? Right. But Larry doesn't like it. And he's not here to defend himself. So we're just going to give all the evidence on why it's awesome. I put the Lego version on that car, too. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> and I'm telling you, it's got the the bat flares in that back. Right. That well, that's the thing. Like the the Cadillac that they use for um Batman sixty six, like the the factory version of that Cadillac had those flares and all they did was just paint it and make it like a convertible and all that and it's like my neighbor, not my neighbor, but my dad's neighbor, when I go would go visit him, I would see that car, and it's like, it's a 66 Cadillac DeVille, and it's like, it just had those flares, I'm like, that looks like the Batmobile. Like, it was pink, and it still looked like the Batmobile. Like, it, it this movie version looks like a more manly version of that car. I'm just glad it, they didn't go with the red one. Because when I saw that video, that suit reveal, and it was all red, like, part of me was a little worried that the Batmobile would be red. Like, I, I thought that was, like, a, a theme they are going to go with. That would have been weird. The original Batmobile was red, Mo. Yeah. What's it? Yeah, I'll, I'll look up a picture and post it. I don't like that bat symbol on his chest. Right, I, I I know you saw it because we called it like the Nightwing logo or something. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But that's that's how that's what they say. It looks like the the gun was like put in it, and I know that there's some stories where he melts down the gun and it becomes the armor that's underneath the symbol. Yeah. Uh, and then now that it's not red, I can see like the actual like pectoral muscles. 
Oh yeah, this this picture has been altered. It's been made black and white because the original is from that fucking red video. Yeah, I don't like all that paneling. Like it looks like a PlayStation One game. I'm posting the original, like the original Batmobile. Oh yeah. Oh, that's before my time. Yeah, no, this is like yeah, this is six like. Early sixties, because by sixty six is when they went with that with that new design from the show. Yeah, no, that that's definitely like he's just driving his Bentley. Yeah, <laughs> and the hood on her mid is a little bat. <laughs> uh, Hex says the Batman suit reminds me a lot of his costume in Arkham City, Arkham Knight. Where are the armor plates to set up the bat symbol? Oh, where the armor plates, yeah. Uh, year one Batman shouldn't have... He shouldn't even be that armored up. Even Nolan Batman shouldn't have been that armored up. But at least the Nolan Batman is a little less pronounced. Yeah. The Nolan Batman I like because it was more tactical. Like, it's a SWAT guy with a cape, you know? So it's not like it could be armored up. It's just not a lot of trial and error. Like you just look at a SWAT guy. Okay, I'll dress like that. Yeah. You know? Even the way his um his cow was in Nolan was like, well, I might be driving a bike, so let me, give me a helmet. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Know. Says Mayor Young didn't like this Batmobile design. It looks fine to me. Look at all. Uh, look at it as a prototype. I'm sure as the movie progresses, the Batmobile will look better. I think once he sees it in motion, it'll be fine. Yeah. I don't know. I I honestly don't know why he hates it so much. Well, I think it's a hater response. Like, being a hater myself, I I know that's that's my, our, like, yeah, I, I, I hate it. Like, I wanted to hate, like, even that, a uh, picture that of the stunt double with the Batman suit, like everybody hated. It's like I don't like the ears. I'm like, well, those ears are kind of an homage to the 19, you know, the the first issue of Batman. Like those, the ears in the first one didn't look good either. So m- making the ears not look good for year a uh, year one thing is kind of homage to that comic book. But the actual suit looks like a bit of, of tactical armor. Like uh, uh, you know, you know they have the football players that aren't as bulky with their pads. Like it looks like one of those. He's just wearing it outside. Yeah. What I didn't like was that Catwoman they showed. That's what I don't like. Well, it's supposedly Catwoman, but it just looks like I don't know what. She's got that full helmet, so you really don't don't see. Yeah, what you she don't know like. who it is. Um. Hex says, do I call in the FS Skype? I mean, you can call it, but nobody's going to pick up. Uh, Hex, I'm going to add you in because I don't know how to pick you up without hanging up on everybody. So, go ahead. Talk to amongst yourself, people. I'm sorry. Say that again, Joe. Don't they have a join button? Like, when they call you, you add to call? Maybe. There he is. It looks like I'm uh, not going to take that chance. It looks like a tuning fork mm. with an arrow at the end. But it's not always there. 
for some like I, I know where it should be, but like when I'm joining calls, I lose it sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Caller, who are you? What the fuck do you want? I'm hecked. Yeah. I called in so you wouldn't have to read my shit and chat no more. Yeah, I don't like reading. <laughs> I could tell. So what do you have to say about this Batmobile, man? Um, I like it. It's it's not flashy like the other ones have been so far. It's more... I want to say uh, muted, I guess is the word. Um, yeah. Subtle. It, it, yeah, yeah, subtle. That sounds good. Yeah. It's like kind of low-key. Yeah. Tiger Claw posted the, the Tim Burton Batman. The Batmobile from 1989 movie... To this day, is still awesome. I can never, they can never top that. And I, I do love that. I love that Batmobile, but it it, it is kind of like if Batman's patrolling the streets, like it's like, oh shit, there's Batman. Hide your drugs, you know. <clears throat> also, th- you I, know, that car doesn't look it, like it could turn. Right. It it couldn't turn. Oh yeah, he had to. He had the grappling hook to turn, right? Yeah, yeah. It would get hit the street light just to hit the turn. If it had to do a sharp turn, yeah, yeah. So every time he turns, he turns right. He has to like damage property. <laughs> it, it, like if you look back at Batman and Batman Returns, that car couldn't function for shit. Yeah, like when he actually needed it to do like to actually go into the crevices of the city, he had to launch that middle part. Yeah. And then they ended up doing that a little better in the Nolan one with the tumbler. Yeah, yeah, but even that thing, like, he couldn't, he, it wasn't even on the street half the time. He drove it on the roofs. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to ask the real expert, the all games car expert, Tire Claw. I mean, I'm sorry, Derek H. I'm going to ask him what he thinks of it. Uh, Damn it. Never mind. I'm not going to ask him shit. He's probably not even on right now, is he? I'm surprised he ain't here, actually. Yeah. I'm not surprised. In fact, someone should check on him. He he was here the other day. Yeah, that's been more than 24 hours. Uh, He's he's all right. Okay. You know what? Batmobile was nice, and it was like in one of the shittiest movies. The one in a uh, Batman Forever. Yeah, that was cool. Is that the one but that nobody... looked like a shark? Yeah, that's the one that they used in uh, the Drew Carey show, I think. Yeah, yeah. But that was actually street legal, too. Like, yeah. You, that one, you can drive it. Like, it, it was functional, <laughs> and it looked flashy. And it could turn. Yeah. <laughs> Did it have nipples, though? Nah, that didn't come till the next movie. Well, no, this there was nipples in that first. Like it thing. has a clit. I got news for you. There was some nipples in the, not the yeah. Clooney one, but the one before. There, no. There, yeah. I'm telling you, there were there were some on the Robin suit. Yeah, I know. I think there were. Yeah. Yeah. Well, shit. Remember the toys that came out for the '89 one? Yeah. They every, had... every Batman had nipples. Yeah. Like even when they did. And I think it went like was it Tiny Toon Adventures or Animaniacs when it made fun of the Tim Burton. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nipples still. 
Ah, shit, Val Kilmer did have nipples. Yeah. Uh, Tim Burton, like, Michael Keaton had nipples. <coughs> did he? I don't know if he had nipples, but it was, like, really, like, molded to a buff guy, like, a really cut guy's body. So yeah, I'd be surprised if it didn't have nipples. Because, like, people mistook it for his, like, body. Like, they even make a point in the first Batman where it's like, he's ripped. Yeah? Sorry, I'm mem- mesmerized by Robin's nipples. <laughs> to put him in chat now. Yeah, that Batman Forever Batmobile is pretty cool. I don't remember the Batman and Robin one. Was it the same one? No, the... The Val Kilmer one is where he meets Robin. It's right. that, it's that that story of him of of uh, Grayson becoming Robin, and then the is it Batman Forever the the last one the Clooney one? No, that's that's no. Batman Robin. Okay, so yeah, the Clooney one he's already Robin. It's actually where he has like the Nightwing looking suit. Right. And that's that's where that suit was badass. That's where uh, Mister Freeze shows up, Poison Ivy and Bane, and Batgirl. Oh, fucking Batgirl! <laughs> where they make her Alfred's niece or whatever. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And blonde. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't care, man. I, that was that was my love right there. Nah, it, like, my Barbara Gordon's always a redhead. It's, yeah. it's it's pissing me off who they got to be Gordon in this new movie. Means I'm not Joe, gonna, I'm not gonna get a redheaded Barbara Gordon. Yeah, you're never gonna get one. Joe, man, what what was your favorite Batmobile cinematic Batmobile? Um, you know, I'm not sure I have a favorite. Like. It's always been more of a, yeah, it's just kind of there. Like, if anything, I actually did really like the Batwing. Okay. But as far as the cars, I never really, like, the Tumblr was cool because it, like, kept changing into different stuff. Kind of like Mask. <laughs> But uh, right, huh? hmm. I said that's right, huh? I never yeah. saw it like that. But yeah, just not a huge Batmobile guy. Did you guys ever see any of the Hot Wheels that um, they did the '89 one, but kind of hot rotted it out? Yeah. I saw that. Looks so stupid. I used to have the original one when the movie came out. I bought that Hot Wheels, but yeah, that one was badass. I have so, it somewhere. Speaking of nipples, <laughs> should we? See, the, oh, no, we we should give um. Schumacher some credit because they all had nipples, even Alicia Silverstone. Anyway, mm-hmm. continue. Although that cod piece, though, <laughs> I'm Batman <laughs> and uh, and Robin was a little weird. 
the, he he's he knows where the focus wants yeah. to be. Anyway, go ahead, Joe. Sorry. Um, should we talk about Sunstone? Yeah, we should do that. Oz, man, tell us what Sunstone is and why we should read it. Uh, so I found out about Sunstone because mostly because of the guy that, that wrote and drew it. He also did the Harley book for DC Black, and I really, really enjoyed the art in that. So I started looking up some of his stuff, and my local comic book shop was like, hey, we're all reading this book right now, and handed me Sunstone, which is... Um, now I realize it, it's this guy's pa- passion project, literally and figuratively, yeah. Steven yeah. Sedgwick, um, because there's a, actually a backup story in the first volume where he talks about how I think he was doing Witchblade at the time. And what? Switch. Switch. He was doing something. He was, he was, he was working yeah. for Image, but he yeah. was... They, they had him in that you got to bust out these uh, pages quick mode. So he was kind of like restricted. And so as kind of like a, a release, he was on DeviantArt and he just started drawing these um, like kind of erotica type of uh, images and focused mainly on, on these characters and kind of like they, they were his main subjects. And I guess it, the popularity blew up where he started to to realize he was doing like a story, like their relationship was progressing in just him doing random deviant arts, and later decided to to compile them into a story, and that became Sunstone, which by, I didn't know this at the time, but it's like seven issues now, set uh, six six trade paperbacks. I think it might be seven. It's at least six. Because uh, when when I got the book, when I told you guys about it, I only had volume one. Now it should have clicked in my head that in the cover it says volume one, which which suggests it would be a volume two. But I don't know why I didn't think about that. Uh, I I picked it up. Uh, I started reading it, and I like his writing style. I like the way, like it, if it's not a lot, but it's kind of dense like it takes a while to get through it those harleen books took me a while to get through and i think i mentioned it on the show i read those like literally right after batman damned which has hardly any fucking words so between watching between looking at his art which i really really like which actually says a lot because he he does everything digital and normally Mm. that bugs me i'm more of a i want like actual physical art but he does it so well. Like the Harleen books, there's pages that look like, like they could be an anime moving. You know, he, he does shit. Like he makes the Joker pretty and it doesn't bug me because he's, he's that fucking good. So I, I really enjoy the art and I like the way like some of these, you know, you always have like the, the splash pages. It's, it's a story of, of two characters. One is basically a dominatrix but like has never met somebody who's just a submissive and then the other one is of course a submissive who's never had somebody that that's like just a dominatrix and you know they talk about how the problems they have like discussing this 
in a relationship because unless you're actually already into it, you don't really understand or, or it's embarrassing. You know, all the complications that come with with these this kind of uh, fetish. And they, they meet each other. And the story is from from each one of their perspectives, um, how they feel when they when they first get together. You know, they, they meet online, they chat, they become friends, and they decide to, to hook up because this is going to fulfill fantasies for both of them to just have like a, a night of crazy, you know, bondage sex or whatever. It, I mean, even the, the girl that's the dominatrix, like she's, she's literally been collecting stuff for years. Like she, her best friend makes dominatrix gear and she just has like the stockpile of stuff that she's never been able to use. So she's, you know, her head is just spinning with all the different things she wants to do. She, this is something she's wanted to do for years and just never met that person. And the same thing with the, uh, with the other one. She like has always had these fantasies. She wants, she's wanted people to, to do this kind of stuff to her. But, you know, being a, a submissive, it's, it's a weird, like you have to really trust the, the person that you put your trust in has to kind of know what they're doing because otherwise you could get hurt. Yeah. It, all, all, these, all these different complications. And one of the things I like about the way he does it, he, he does this book, is there's, there's times where you're open it and one, one, one page is, is one perspective of what's going on and then the other page is the other person's perspective and what they're going through. And it kind of looks like a, like a single splash page but then there's also like individual paneling on each side and each character has their own page, but the story flows together really good. As you read it, like it, it just, it meshes. It, it, it's good. And the story is basically them getting together to have this fun, fulfill some fantasies as they describe it, scratch some itches that they've had, that they've both had for years and kind of end up catching feelings and that's where that's where the the book kind of leaves off is that they each end up developing feelings, even though it's only been a weekend and they, they don't they're not sure if this is going to be a relationship or like a, a friends with benefits, because obviously the the uh, the sex part of this story is amazing for both of them. I mean, there's there's a couple panels where the where one of the characters tries to describe the the sex and it just it's like you know punching the keyboard it's just random letters and she's like look that that that's just the way my brain was was gone at this point so I can't really describe it to you so I I really enjoyed it I enjoyed it so much that I bought like the entire series and I'm going <laughs> to read it even though it, it's really difficult to read because as much as I've gotten comfortable reading comic books in public, this yeah. is very explicit. This is not safe for work. I can't even post in chat some of the images because I'm pretty sure I'm going to break some rules. Now, if, I if, post them, but it's pretty you, limited to like one splash page and two covers. Yeah, it, it's, really, it's really tough what, what you can post for this book. But yeah, and like I... I have all of them, but getting getting through it, it, we've been talking about talking about this book for for weeks, yeah. and I just I I couldn't get I can't read it anywhere but like at home. Yeah, where normally like I I read a lot of books at, at work now, and 
Have you, know, you tried reading it digitally? Uh, my, I can't do it at work. I, I just yeah. can't. Somebody's going to walk by, and even if it's on my little tiny-ass yeah. phone, somebody's going to see something. It's just not. I, I can't yeah. do it. Plus, I, I, I want to support the artist because I really do like his writing style. I like his art style. Yeah, so, yeah. The art is magnificent. Like, for one. And I was trying to read it digitally, but it just felt like it's something that I have to read physically. Oh, so you actually like, bought it? Uh, not yet. <laughs> That's why I, I, I didn't read enough of it. Because it's like, I, I went probably about halfway through the first issue. And it's like, first of all, I'm mesmerized by the art and not in the nudity sense. Like, oh, I just got like looking at this nudity. No, from beginning to end, like the, the little, the book itself is designed in like a foreplay where it's building up to their, <clears throat> their little tryst. You know, and even just them talking to each other, it's like it feels, you know, reading it is cool digitally, but it's, I want to hold the book in my hands, you know, it, it, it seems like the art is some type of experience in and of itself, a tangible one, you know? Yeah. And my only issue with the art is I've been looking at some of his other works yeah, and you go through enough of them, you start seeing similarities. So I don't know how much more of his stuff I'm going to explore. Cause well, oh, go ahead. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. He, I don't know if he if he uses models or if he's going off, off just freehand off of memory, but it, you do start to see similarities among characters. Okay, you know, not like. It's not the exact same girl, but like, you know, when you watch different movies and you recognize the actress, you know, even though they, they make her up to look totally different, but you kind of still see, see, you know, what she's done, you know, other stuff. Like if I see Margot Robbie in another movie and she, they make her up to be like some old hag, I'm still going to see a little bit of Harley Quinn in her. Right. You know, so you, you start to get that effect, which isn't that bad. It's just I don't want I don't want to like flood my head with that much of his art just yet i'll get to this stuff eventually because like i said i do like his writing style uh, obviously his art is is amazing i wish it wasn't all digital because i would love to to buy some of his art but like actually hand-drawn art which i know he can do because i i do yeah. there are some sketches in the back of this book of yeah. of you know stuff as he's practiced and other stuff he's put you know as well, he's you can't designed digital it. without knowing how to do on paper right you know? Like you can't do it well. Right. So, yeah, I, I definitely, if I can get actual sketched out art from this guy, I would definitely buy it. I wish it was all that way, but I understand you pump out a lot more stuff digitally than you can by hand because it's really easy to fix a fuck up digitally as opposed to, to by hand. Okay. Joe, what did you think? Because you... You keep saying you you read enough that you get the point. So I'm kind of interested to know, like, how far did you get? What point did you get? And what do you think overall? Um, I'm I'm didn't read like to a point. I mostly just skimmed through, uh, focusing in on certain parts. Um, 
yeah, I got the story, and I actually really enjoy the characters. I don't remember their names, uh, but uh, there was one scene that kind of clinched it for me, where like I knew I was gonna love this book, where she's alone and she's, you know, because this is new to her, and she's like thinking to herself, like man, what do I do? Like, I want to see her. And she's like, well, she wants me to be the dominant one, so I'll just do it. And she calls her, and they, like, have a conversation, and, like, she starts, like, being dominant and telling him to call her, like, master. And it's just, like, a sweet conversation, like, a sweet, like, it's really romantic the way it happens, like, fun and, uh, yeah, that was pretty much like I knew I was going to like it from there. And, uh, you know, I read a little more and the guy character, like, he's pretty cool and funny. Like, I know when he's like, at one point, he's like by himself and thinking, like, I'm not a gardener, but I've seen two bushes in one day, which is like hilarious. No, I like when he's playing video games with them and they start like making out. He's like, hey, you know what? I that's not cool because I'm still a dude, and you're two hot chicks fucking making out in front of me. Right. And a story about the butt plugs, which I actually do like that whole situation, where you know he's, um, I don't know exactly the relation, but I know he like has a key, and so the submissive one like sees him. And she has no idea who she is or why he's in the Dom's house. And, uh, you know, he's like, hey, I'm this guy. And, you know, she should have mentioned me. And she ends up realizing that her robe was completely open. And so he, like, tells a story about butt plugs and kind of in order to, like, diffuse the tension. And, uh, yeah, this is just, like, a really funny scene and like yeah just kind of cool so yeah i like i like the book a lot mo i i just love the art i i i didn't read it i i couldn't i just i just watched the art i i um, I love that it's him and his wife both working on it. So it's not like his escape from his marriage. Like, he gives hope for, you know, relationships. Yeah. I know in this day and age, most people are cynical about relationships and they're working on it together. Right. Well, I mean, it is a story of two women. So kind of weird for a dude to do that on his own. I'm pretty sure that's where. That's where she yeah, helps. But they, they always kind of work together. Like they, on the the Witchblade, like how you said. I don't know how they did on Witchblade, but we reviewed the book Switch, which was his Witchblade. Um, it's the shit that got him the Witchblade job, which was a uh, uh, a fan fiction of Witchblade, and then Top Cow published it, and they worked on it together too. Um, and I think they both worked together on. 
the Harleen one too, but I'm not 100% sure on that. And I, I like that. That that that's nice. Okay. Well then, yeah. I wish they put her name on the fucking book. They didn't. Uh, let's see. I'm looking on the inside. Mm. No, she's not. She's not in it at all. Maybe she didn't. No, she did. I mean, like, if you if you look it up online, her name is on it too online. And he does say, you know, in that backup story where he talks about how, how Sunstone came about, he does mention that she is heavily involved with that. But okay. and she also has her own stuff, too. Oh, does she? Yeah, she has that. this book uh, called Bloodstein. And okay. it's... It's uh like a a young lady goes and becomes the assistant of like a, a crazy mad scientist guy. Alright. I think it's it's similar to Sunstone, but like less erotic. And the guy and the girl. Yeah. Her her style is kind of anime too. What I really want is because there's some there's some images here, but I don't think it's actual book, or it might be in in the Bloodstein books. But there's um, apparently all four of these characters are like in a in a World of Warcraft guild, not World of Warcraft, but something similar. And so there's there's images of them like in their costumes. Like as as though they're they're in that world, and then they talk about how each person is different. Where like the the scientist Bloodstein, he just paid for everything, so he's like this super overpowered person. Where the the assistant like actually worked up her character, but so isn't as powerful. And then like the one of the one of the girls from Sunstone is like Lawrence, where she's trying to like read all the mission stuff and. Picks up a picks up a scroll and wants to like just fucking read the whole thing while while the dom the dominatrix girl is like we need to just fucking kill this and, and get the shiny shit like that's that's the whole point you don't need to read this fucking book so I, that I want to see that story I'm gonna I'm gonna look up her books and see see if that's in there at all or if that's just something that you know they did together for their their deviant art but that's the that's the story I want to read I want to read about that guild going out and, and questing together and how they interact. Cool. So what do you so guys do you did you talk to the you talked to the artist writer, right? Me? No. Oh, okay. Wait, what made you think I talked to the artist? At C two E two maybe? Yeah. Right. No, I I almost approached the guy that did Mo's new book, um, uh, the Jesus one. Oh, uh, why didn't you? Because I was coughing up a lung. Uh. There's a lot of people I didn't approach because as soon as I start walking in their direction, I got the urge to cough and people were already nervous around me. Uh. <laughs> Hecton okay. chat, chat just found out Tom Hanks has Corona. 
Yeah, I heard about that. Hey, I don't get how people know that he has it. Like, because he announced it. Why would he, he win him for testing? Like, why wouldn't he? I mean, why would or why wouldn't? Like, it doesn't matter. Like, fuck him. <laughs> well, did you hear what the NBA did? Yeah, the, what they canceled the season? Yeah, because some player uh, got it too. Fucking idiot! I thought they were just gonna play like in empty stadiums. Well, that's what Japan you know, before is. the player got it. Huh. The, there's a player that already has it, so I know they're doing Mar- March Madness with an empty, empty. Yeah, uh, fucking people. Uh, I mean, it's college. Weren't they gonna be empty anyway? No, well, they, no, it's college. Like <laughs> you're supposed to spread viruses in college. That's part of the experience. I mean, I'm sure there's other viruses already spread. That's what I'm saying. Like, and none of them are as bad as Corona. Or none of them are... <clears throat> Corona's not as bad as any of them, I guess is what I'm trying to say. I don't know. I'm just waiting till I get it. Right. I'm, I'm kind of down to be quarantined. You're technically never going to get it because, like, your place in Arizona is always at 75, right? No, dude. What's the coldest it gets there? The coldest? Um, I think we're past it, but the coldest it gets is around... 30 i know it was like 28 or something okay. like near the beginning of january so but we're if, we're completely past that yeah if you were if you were going to get it you would have gotten it then no because nobody nobody around here has gotten it yet the closest right. it's been is uh phoenix yeah but the thing is because nobody in, <clears throat> nobody in tuxin leaves or comes and if they leave they don't come back yeah uh, it's ridiculous. So stupid. Uh, if you want to hear about how stupid coronavirus is, you can tune into the next Heavy Metal Minute, which I should play now, so I could go take a shit and then go right into news music. Nice segue. Well, we didn't score. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, Sunstone. What, what, what are we giving it? 11 out of 11? Dude, 11. Wait, how, what, how do we get up to 11 now? Uh, <laughs> I came twice just during the review. Like, I definitely think I need to read it fuller before I give it a four. Well, how much? How many times did you come? I didn't. Uh, like, I was really reading it just for the story. Are you on Lipitor or something? No. <laughs> no, I'm not. What is Lipitor? I don't know. Something that doesn't make you let you come. Is that what it does? I, I don't know. I, I've never been sick. I thought it's supposed to like help you. Get some. It, it either gives you a boner or makes your hair grow back. Uh, oh shit! Does it? Yeah, and no, if, it, I need it, some of that. if it makes your <laughs> hair grow back, very different things. Like, well, it, I need it, one. if it makes you, if it makes your hair grow back, then it it kills your boner. That's usually yeah. how that works. Yeah, that's how that medication works. No, Lipitor is fucking blood pre- blood pressure. And, you know, you need your pressure going down to your meat. You know what I mean? Yep. Right. So it takes away your boner. R.I.P. R.I.P. Larry. <laughs> Larry, can you believe Larry? Like, he ditched us on this Wednesday 
for some family emergency. What? Yeah. Well, I mean, emergency. Uh, so what are we scoring Sunstone? I'm going to give it a 10 out of 4 out of 5. Actually, no, a three and a half because it's not on Amazon. Oh, or which I mean, technology. Oz. Oh, sorry. If you see what I'm posting, then I'm <laughs> Yeah, you're too busy. Uh, I'm going to say four, four and a half also. I want to give it five. But I want to read the rest of it first. Because it, it could go downhill like an issue two. So I'm going to give it a four just based on what you guys were talking about. I mean, just like I said, I, I love I like the guy's writing style. Um, bugged me a little bit that it just ends abruptly. Yeah. Like, it, like really, like, I may have even posted the last page. <coughs> so that... I, that bugged me a little bit, but it there's six there's six books, so I kind of understand too. I don't want to ding him too much for that. So yeah, four and a half. I really want to give it a five, but I'm gonna wait to till I get through all the books. Cool. So a solid four from Fantastic Forum and Heck. There it is. Your review for Sunstone. So yeah, hit the heavy metal music and then go into the news music and by then I'll be fully wiped and ready to do the news segment. Okay. It's all coronavirus all the time. Coronavirus is big in the news of metal this week. <laughs> Not Fest Japan has been canceled by Slipknot. Um over coronavirus concern. Basically, the, the show was supposed to go on, but now the band is afraid. They've issued a statement saying, in light of global health concerns, Slipknot have decided to postpone their upcoming Asian tour, including Knotfest Japan. While decisions like this are not easy, the safety and well-being of the band's fans comes first. Furthermore, in this case, the band and artist, crew, and local employees are also equally affected. And as such, this was the only responsible decision that could be made. Slipknot and Knotfest will both return to Asia very soon and at such time that everyone can be ensured of the best experience possible. So they were going to do two shows in Japan, in Tokyo, uh, Singapore, Jakarta, Indonesia, at the Hammersonic Festival, Manila, Philippines. And those, <laughs> those are the shows that are affected. They're canceled. So far, the coronavirus has affected Lacuna Coil, Testament, Exodus, and Death Angel, as I reported uh, last week. And uh, as of right now, uh, that's all new statistics. But in other coronavirus news, <laughs> a Tool fan from New Zealand has been confirmed to have the coronavirus, and he attended the concert. <laughs> he is uh, in self-isolation since Wednesday, March 4th. He is being treated by health officials and does not require hospital care. He was uh, in attendance at the Spark Arena last Friday, I assume the 4th, or the one before the 4th. Uh, it says here, we encourage all people in the area of the concert to be aware of the symptoms and contact the health line if concerned. That's from the Director of Health, Ashley Boomfield. She also says, uh, the advice is that the risk is very low for all others who attended this concert. 
Bluefield added that casual contacts could be in the hundreds. There is no way of tracking the people who were in that area of the concert. They are classed as casual contacts, and the advice to them is to call Healthline if they have any symptoms. And yet again, more coronavirus news. Coachella postponed over concern. This happened sometime yesterday, I think. And, uh, you know, Coachella isn't really that metal, (laughs) but... The closest thing to metal there was Rage Against the Machine, which I talked about uh, on Fantastic Forum last week. You know, the only show they were doing in this current reunion tour in California was Coachella. So I didn't get to see them because I'm not going to fucking Coachella. And now they canceled that. So, yeah, that makes me giggle. And another, yet another more coronavirus news, Corn Monkey from Corn promoted the Corn coronavirus mask for sale for $30 and uh, they sold out <laughs> they're on back order now um, he capitalized on it on behalf of corn uh, you know some fans said that's a bad taste and irresponsible seeing as the masks don't do anything to prevent coronavirus they only prevent you know all you fucking toddlers out there from putting your hands in your fucking mouth the, that, that's corn for you and in other news my favorite pirate metal band Actually, the only pirate metal band I listened to, Ailstorm, announced a new album, Curse of the Crystal Coconut. And it's going to feature Ali Storch of Subway to Sally playing violin on the whole record. And Captain Yarface from Romahoy. And uh, guest vocals from Verth of Fintroll. If you listen to us, we we probably giving you an update. It was recorded in Thailand and, and all that, but we, we already talked about that before. I'm excited for this album. I can't wait. Heaven Shall Burn teamed up with African film producer Isaac Nabwana at Wakaliwood Film Industry, also known as Ramon Film Production, for a unique music video for their song Eradicate. Uh, they say they are big fans of Isaac and uh, his energy, creativity, and uncomprisingness to chase his dreams to create new perspectives and improvements for his environment is absolutely unique and inspiring. And they picked him to do their music video for Eradicate and it's in promotion to their new du- for their new double album of Truth and Sacrifice which comes out I think sometime next week uh, it says here March 20th so yeah keep an eye out check out that video it's actually pretty good but yeah check that out it's all over YouTube on the Heaven Show Burn YouTube page and lastly Avatar has released their film their movie called Avatar Country A Metal Odyssey it was directed by Johan Carlin and if you remember this, this was uh, it raised just about $200,000 on Kickstarter. And they made their own movie. It's a 45-minute film, and you could just watch it on the Avatar YouTube. And it's kind of like a rock opera, given the story of their newest album. Let's see, what? I don't even know. Oh, the album's called Avatar Country. Yeah. So, yeah, there you go. You get a movie with the album. And, yeah, I'm going to check it out. I haven't checked it out yet, but it's in the news. I'll probably review it next week, maybe, if I'm feeling not lazy. But yeah, I'm Moses Magnum. This has been the Heavy Metal Minute. Ooh, comic book news. We should have a like, uh, like current, <laughs> well, not, not like that, but like. In the news, we got uh, Disney halts. The Falcon and Winter Soldier Prague shoot over coronavirus concerns. <laughs> yeah, they don't want to. They don't want 
people getting sick over there. So, uh, you know, they had they halted the shoots earlier last year or this year because of the earthquake in Puerto Rico. They were filming there too. Uh, but it says here, uh, according to the deadline here, it says another high profile coronavirus casualty after the government of Prey closed schools and placed other restrictions on the on event and travel. The Disney Plus series, The Falcon and Winter Soldier from Marvel, has shut down production because of concerns over the virus, whose global spread has the entire world on alert. The show stars Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan as the title characters, and it's a spinoff from Canterbury. Uh, been shooting for months in Atlanta, but they began shooting short shoot in Prague last Friday. That was to be completed about a, in about a week. The studio shut down the production and called everybody home to Atlanta. No word at the moment whether the show will return to Prague, to Prague, but it seems unlikely. I'm probably going to green screen it. This is the second time the series has been interrupted by real events. Plans to shoot in Puerto Rico in January. Yeah, I'll talk about that already. So, yeah, they're going to green screen it. Sounds cursed. Yeah. Uh, you guys saw the final trailer for uh, Black Widow? No, but I saw some pops for Black Widow. <laughs> I mean, was there anything like new or different? Uh, you got to see the um, uh, Taskmaster better, like in motion. I don't like that mask. Even though the pop, I don't like that mask. Yeah, no, the mask looks terrible, and I actually—he <laughs> he looks like he's ready to uh, paintball. Yeah, that's what it looks like, and um, it, it doesn't look—it doesn't look good in motion. It doesn't matter, like honestly, like seeing him in motion or her in motion. I don't know if it's a female or male. I think they're—that's a twist. But um, it, it not a female taskmaster before. Uh, I thought we had, but maybe not. Uh, like I'm not super uh, knowledgeable about Taskmaster, so I'm not sure. Like I know his daughter, right? Uh, I know he had a daughter, but she never took up the mantle. I know he had a wife, but she was just his handler. Yeah. And I know he had a granddaughter, but I don't even remember if she had powers or not. Goddamn, how old is this guy? Since like the 70s. Yeah, well, but... The same, the same dude that created Deathstroke created the Taskmaster, George Perez. Oh, yeah. And, like, you can see, like, similarities in design. You know, the buccaneer boots and sword. Um, I mean, those were big in the 70s, though. In Deadpool Max, there was a... Uh, a female taskmaster. Oh, okay. Yeah. It wasn't his daughter, was it? I think it was, but she had the mantle. Oh, okay. But that's cool and sad. I well, feel bad that, for her. It's sad that nobody read that book. Hmm? <laughs> it's it's sad that nobody read that book, but um. 
But yeah, I, I, like for some reason, I feel like this is going to be a female. Like I don't think like having that shitty design <laughs> would be the real Taskmaster. I'll put the picture in chat real quick. But yeah, uh, in motion, in motion, it does look better, but it's not it's not great. And then there's still no Ursa Major in it. Wait a minute, that's not the that's his daughter. That's the one in Deadpool Max. No, she had more. Uh, that's trashy if that is her. <laughs> it's a different universe. That looks like a cosplay girl. Like I think I know that like, cosplay. You know the girl I'm talking about, right? Yeah, the one with the domino mask, right? From Avengers Academy? Right. She had the like the uh, the batons? Yeah. Yeah. I forget her name. Was it Finesse? I think so. I'm having trouble remembering the details at the moment. There was that one issue where where she actually fought him. That was really cool. Right. And then there was that sad issue that was in the future and she couldn't recognize her daughter. Yeah. See, I'll put that picture in chat real quick. So Lawrence loves the Taskmaster, right? No, nah, he doesn't. Nobody loves Taskmaster. It, it's actually funny because I had a lot of clients be mad at that Taskmaster design for the movie, and they only know Taskmaster from some of the video games. Like, I guess he came out in the Spider-Man video game. He was big in uh, Marvel vs. Capcom. Right, in Marvel vs. Capcom, and that's the thing. So it's like, I didn't even know that was going to be Taskmaster. It's like, that's not what he's supposed to look like. And I'm like, oh, I know, in the comics. He's like, oh, no, I I never read any comics. Yeah, they only knew him from the video games. And, and then was, you're like, get the fuck out of here. Well, no, it's not that. It's like, <laughs> I was more astounded that it's like, okay, so you've been kind of like building him up aside from comics in the past. Like, why would you still not take that design? You know, like, why would you make it unrecognizable to all the fans? You know? Yeah. And, you know, there's a whole thing with China where you can't show skulls. Like Yeah, but that could be digitally edited out. I guess they didn't want to spend that money. Because, I, honestly, I feel like Larry's going to hate me for this. And good thing he's not here because it would be a 45-minute discussion. <laughs> I don't think Black Widow's going to make all that money. Like, I think people don't care. After Infinity War, like, yeah, it's a story set pre-Infinity War. But I, I really don't think people care anymore like i think if it whatever they're gonna spend their money on the the be, time is something that's gonna be like infinity war level or more you the know? time to put out a black widow movie is far past oh yeah it was after iron man 2 yeah yeah like if they had done it before wonder woman came out they would have had all the money it would have been Black Widow herself would have been a more popular character, but they didn't pull the trigger. Yeah, and they they lost money, like yeah. straight up lost money on that. Yeah, I really don't think that that Black Widow is going to make a bunch of money. 
I'm interested to see if it does. <clears throat> it, it'll make enough from the kids and probably the really big Marvel cinematic diehards. But I don't think there's that many Marvel cinematic diehards. Like I, I know, think, I think there's still a few. No, there was people like really like swept up. And that's their intro to superheroes. And to them, Endgame was the end. Like, even this movie being somewhere in the past, but not, they're, they're not explicitly you, they're not promoting where in the past it is. Like, o- overtly, I think those people are not going to care. Like, she died already. So it's somewhere in the past, and really, I don't care. Like, the fact that it is in the past and she already died means that, it, it, you know, it's not that important. Yeah, like if they threaten her life in the movie, you know she's yeah. gonna live because she went to Infinity War. Right. Yeah. So, and that's that's the thing. Like, I from my sense of the people that I deal with, one of them actually thought that it was stupid because oh, she went back in time and and did this, and it's like no, it's not back in time. The movie takes place at a different time, but it, it's you know I had to explain it to him how I understand it, which might not be the case. It's like. When she went in hiding from Civil War, she actually went to complete a mission that she had left open-ended, you know? Mm, yeah. Or she went to hide in Russia where they couldn't get to her. And then they're like, oh. And they weren't as happy. Like, they were more excited about her, like, time-traveling to that. And it's still... So, best-case scenario, this takes place after Civil War or before Civil War, whatever. After, and then yeah. after... So after Civil War, this goes down. It it doesn't factor in like it doesn't matter to the overall story because we didn't need it for everything that went down. I mean, right. you might see the the origin of the blonde hair. Well, yeah, that the ooh, that that's the best part. Yeah, but honestly, like from the commercials, I already saw the origin. Like everybody in that scene has blonde hair. Like so, she dyed it blonde to fit in. Like. It doesn't matter. Well, spoiler, the pops I saw had brown hair or black hair or whatever. So. Uh, um. I mean, we'll see. I mean, I didn't see, you know, I didn't see Epsilon Red. I didn't see, like, I was explaining it to a guy today while I was cutting his hair. And he goes, oh, yeah, I remember Omega Red with that team of people in Russia in the X-Men cartoon. And it was like 15, 16 people. Like, it was just a camera pan. But for some reason, that camera pan shot, like, stuck in his head. And they're like, are they going to be in it? And it's like, no, actually, the that's the Soviet super soldiers. But none of those guys are going to be in this movie. Like, that maybe one or two that you saw there, but they don't look like how they look in that cartoon. And, oh, you know, like, there's Norse Major, that, that was it, that, the Red Guard or whatever. Like, he's there, but... Honestly, like to me, he just—he's just another vindicator, or, or you know, Captain America knockoff, you know. And I don't care who's playing him. Like, I don't even know what the story is involving him, and I don't really care. And that's why I think that movie's not going to make all that money. So, are you not going to see it? Uh, I'll probably will see it. I'm—I don't know if like I'm not excited to go to the theater to watch it. Yeah. You're not in line for a screener print or whatever? Uh, I'll probably get a screener, but 
I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I I mean, I have to watch it to talk about it on the show. But honestly, I can already like I can give you the review of it already. Oh, it's action packed. Uh, Johansson did a good performance. The dude from from Stranger Things, like he he was awesome. Yeah, and uh, Rachel Vice is is cool. Like she's good in it, and the action scenes were cool. Uh, there was explosions, and yeah, like it was a cool, self-contained story, man. Wait, Mo, there's a lot of things you don't watch that we talk about on the show. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to, you don't have to watch this yeah, movie. I know. I, I know. Yeah, you know what? I'm not going to watch it. I just did that review for it. Like, <laughs> that's, really, that's the same thing I'm going to say if I watch it or if I don't watch it. I should cut if that out. And when the now movie has to watch it to see if it matches up. Well, I, I, I should <laughs> cut that out, and then after the movie comes out, I'm just gonna play it. Yeah, do that. Yeah. I'm gonna do all that. That's a lot of work. I'll do it. Uh, what is it? Minute. Eight, two hours. Uh, two hours eight two, minutes. Two hours eight minutes. Okay, yeah. I'll make sure to cut it out. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't. I don't see myself risking coronavirus to go see it. Well, I already have it, so I'll go. <laughs> you have it already? I, I have something. <laughs> Man, oh, that was quick. Oh, I thought you meant you had the screener. Oh, no, no, no. It, it's, uh, I, there's something destroying my body. No, you got the gyrus. <laughs> <laughs> that's all it is. It sucks because I've been avoiding... My wife, even though I mean she's already coughing, so yeah, like, like we should just go for it. The phlegm, yeah, just go for it. Like make you know, just eat her. Damn it, <laughs> I'm not gonna. Yeah, I know what you were gonna there say because go. I got your text messages. Huh? I, I know what you were gonna say. I've read your text messages. Well, yeah, yeah I don't think that I don't think that cures anything. I'm no, going with the time no, it tested. It, I'm eating going... ass gives you the bacteria to fight infections. I'm going with the with the time tested home remedies. I strapped an onion to my left foot, and I put Vicks vapor rub nope. in my asshole. Wait, wait! You only did one foot? Yeah, you have to do. Well, both, yeah, because I only. Be, well, I only have a cough. I don't have a onion. fever. It red onion in your socks. Left foot is cough. Right foot is like fever and all the other symptoms. I only have a cough. What, what color is your mucus when you cough? I don't have any. Oh, then you're good. Take Claritin. That's just allergies. <laughs> I think it's it's allergies and bronchitis, to be honest. No, it, it's honestly, it. you know what it is? It is, it's cold weather bronchitis. I, I know a guy from Minnesota, and he gets that too when he goes visit his parents. I gave him Claritin, cleared it right up. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's the fucked up thing about this, because everybody around here has allergies. Yeah. Yeah, just take Claritin, man. Does that make you drowsy? No, not no. Well, the twenty-four hour that I take doesn't. Okay. I take the generic Claritin, and that shit's yeah, good. Loratadine, that shit's great. Yeah, that's what I take twenty-four hours. I take it at eight a.m. every morning. I'm good. Like it's whenever there's a, a weather spikes. Like one day is really hot, and the next day is really cold. My body doesn't know what the fuck to do. Yeah, I had that. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm taking Jim Bean and Nyquil. I mean, that's good, too. Yeah. I mean, it'll kill your liver, but yeah. (laughs) Who needs livers anyway? Yeah. Right. 
All right, let's see what else is in the news here. <laughs> let's see here. Jeff Johns is doing uh, three Jokers. Yeah, they were already doing that before, though, right? Well, they they but mentioned. they never put a date. Now they put a date. I mean, they they've mentioned that there's been three Jokers before. Yeah. As far as no, to explain like, why the Joker's different and been around for so long, but now Jeff Johns is actually doing a, a DC Black Label, so the the big magazine size books, uh, yeah. three issue, three Jokers. They had announced the actual book like a year or two ago, but they never put a date. Did they announce it was going to be Superstar writer Jeff Johns? I don't remember. They just announced that the book was going to be made. And that was about as far as it went. It was supposed to be, it was supposed to come out before Doomsday Clock, actually. So, like five years ago. I don't think it's been that long. Doomsday Clock has been around for a while. It uh, Doomsday Clock took two years to come out. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm pretty sure because it it coincided with everything for Rebirth. And they had announced that the Three Jokers was going to be made. They announced it before Doomsday Clock. And that it was supposed to come out either right before it or sometime in the middle of the release of Doomsday Clock. But nothing ever happened. Well, it's coming out June is when the, the first issue is supposed to come out. Look, I trust superstar writer Jeff Jones. Yeah, yeah we'll see. Who the fuck's the artist, though? Because they always, they're, they're the ones that delay everything. Jim Lee. Oh, then it's never coming out. <laughs> uh, nah, I don't know. Jason what, Fabuck. Fabuck? What's the picture you put in uh, in chat? That's a preview image from one of the books. Uh, it previews nothing. Well, they, they preview, like, I, I, I'm assuming it's like the first three or four pages. Yeah, so that might be how it starts. Okay, it's a it's a good sample of the art. I'll put a I'll put another. That is nice art. Preview. It's not Capullo, is it? No, it's Jason Fabok. I don't know that name, but that's good art. Yeah, I'll put. They got like three different covers. I don't know if the first issue is all three covers or if <coughs> it's. Like the main cover and two variants of the first issue, this article Probably. that I'm looking at doesn't actually explain anything like that. But they're 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 cool, way too similar. Like if if you tell me there's been three different Jokers, I'm expecting like vastly different. Like I I'm expecting the um uh, was the homeboy with the mustache, him and like. Fucking Jared Cesar Leto. Romero? On, yeah, Cesar Romero and like Jared Leto on the other side. So like the that. way the way they had done it way before when they first announced it, one Joker looked like the one from the fifties. The second Joker looked like the one that killed Jason Todd, kinda. Or a killing joke. Killing joke joker. And then the last one was the current one. See, and I'm putting the three covers. On yeah, there. the, I, like the way I said, whoever did this, they didn't differentiate them at all. Yeah, that, and that's why I don't know if this is the different variants for the first issue or all three issues. I, it does. I don't know, and this article doesn't I tell think me. It's all three issues, and I can see the difference a little bit. Like the There's first subtle differences is the Jason Todd one. 
the second one, the third one is the uh, what is it? The Killing Joke. Killing Joke, and then the second one is kind of like the uh, the 50s one, or supposedly. I don't know. 50s ones but yeah it, it's one of these like grimmer ones yeah he, he looks older though yeah but none of them have the scars and none of them look like gotham and none of them look like i'm just happy that none of them look like jared leto and none of them look like arthur fleck from that joker movie so i'm good oh by the time this series is done somebody's gonna look like arthur fleck <laughs> Uh, One Million Moms is boycotting the movie uh, Eternals over some same-sex kiss. How dare they? I mean... Well, is it two dudes or two women? It's two dudes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just read it right now. I'm like, yeah, I can see why they're boycotting. I understand. I get it, yeah. Yeah, it's gross. (laughs) Um, But I'm actually boycotting Eternals myself. And it has nothing to do with a same-sex kiss. Is it the Kunal Nanjani thing? It, it, it's because it looks nothing like the fucking comic book. Oh, because I got actually like this is a, a twofer news story about yeah. Eternals with uh, Kunal Nanjani. Yeah, he, yeah he's been talking about say? he's been talking about it, and I I told you guys, um, it, well I guess I should present it as news because this was just our chat. Where the he was saying that the movie Eternals is gonna have a full on Bollywood dancing. Yeah. On top of that, as I read the uh, the interview where they follow up on that, they say um, his character he's playing uh, Kingo uh-huh. has been hiding out as a Bollywood superstar. Yeah. That that's a secret See- identity. And that and, ties into why there's going to be a giant Bollywood-style musical number somewhere in the movie. Hashtag not my Nanjiani. Because <laughs> oh, he's all uh, buff and a sex symbol now? Well, he's not Indian. What is he? He's Pakistani. Oh, see, I didn't know all that. Yeah, he's, like, a, t- he's, he's a 10 white guy. They literally like interchange them for just you know middle Asian guy like they they yeah uh, look yeah. he's got no yeah he, born in Pakistan like, after that series with the uh, the other dude what's the the on Netflix what's the guy's name the comedian the one Which that one? would be tooed but not really uh Louis C K no no, no, no the, the Indian, guy. Indian guy oh um fucking Aziz. Aziz Ansari, he's Pakistan yeah. too, but he does a whole thing where it's like, you know, being uh, uh, that type of actor, that ethnicity, interchangeable, and being uh, typecasted, and, and you know, I, I think Camille was in it. I know there was other another dude in it, and yeah, and it's like doing that commentary and then just being interchangeable for for the fucking Eternals, like, fuck you, Camille. <laughs> Have some fucking integrity. Just, uh, just trying to make money. Yeah. Well, look, we're all trying to make money, but yeah, we. Uh, this movie, I hope. 
I hope this is one of the movies that makes no fucking money either, you know? Like, I had a whole conversation with my friend Lloyd because, you know, we're talking about the Sandman. There's a new story, Oz. I know you like Lucifer. Uh, they're bringing it back for another season. Yep, Netflix. And you watched the end, right? I've watched every fucking episode of that show. Yeah. So at the end, first of all, for Sandman, it's a whole thing. Because we remember, I don't know if you guys remember, but I had that whole fight on Facebook about Sandman. Where I had no faith that it's, it's going to be good. Uh, so it turns out that the whole conversation, the fight between Lucifer and Sandman in Sandman comics about how he gave up hell to go and do the club and everything on Earth. Um, that happened in Sandman and it was just a conversation. It wasn't even a fight, but that happens in Sandman a lot. A lot of the fights are just conversations. It's, it's very, it's kind of like Star Trek in that sense, you know? Where it's very it's, mental. Right. And it, they had to create two characters in the Lucifer TV show to have that conversation with Lucifer after the fact, not when he actually gave up hell. And, uh, now they signed the dude for two more seasons for Lucifer, the dude from Lucifer for two more seasons, but they're only doing one season of Lucifer, which the creators told their fans to not petition another season because this is we're done. Like this is the story we wanted to do. We don't want <laughs> we want to we want to go home. Right. And then Netflix signed the dude for another season of Lucifer. For two more seasons, and I guess they're doing one for Sandman too. Like he's gonna be in Sandman, so it's like you already did what you were supposed to do with Sandman in Lucifer. Like, what the fuck do you need a guy that doesn't look like how he's supposed to look like in the comic to be in that comic? Like, it just furthers my point that Sandman's not gonna be good. You know what I mean? I don't know. The, yeah. Oz, that makes sense to you at all? As a comic guy and a guy that likes Lucifer? Uh, apparently a guy that likes to suck dick. <laughs> it's for health reasons. Yeah, it kind of like... I hadn't heard about the, the Sandman thing. I know uh, after after Lucifer was canceled, they it was canceled on a cliffhanger. So they, they petitioned to get another season. Yeah. Netflix picked it up, gave them the season. The way that season ended, you could end the fucking show right there, because well, that's it, the, yeah, that's what that, the people that's wanted. the uh, it ended with the demons from hell realizing that Lucifer was not coming back, so they started fucking just doing whatever the fuck they want coming to Earth, and Lucifer is like, so, well, some I gotta keep them under control, so he decides to go back to hell because it, he has to be in charge of hell to keep the demons under control. That's how it ended. His is him sitting on his throne once again. I don't know what they're planning for for the next season. You, if it would have ended right there, it's the perfect ending. That that's it. You're done. The story's done. So I don't know what this new season is gonna gonna be. Uh, obviously, he's gonna end up back on Earth, and they're gonna have to resolve that problem. I didn't hear that they actually signed him up for two more seasons to throw him into a Sandman. Um, yeah, story. That's what it looks like. I, I, I'm supposing because they, they, they talked about one more season of Lucifer which is against the creator's will and, you know, he's not the, they're not the real creators but, you know, it's their will. They're going against their will and then the the character for saying, the, the actor, they signed him for two seasons but they only are working on one season of Lucifer. 
So that means it's a Sandman thing uh, for me. Um, but, and that's the thing where it's like, who rules hell while he's gone? It, nobody. It, and that was, that was the whole issue of the last season. Dang. It's, so that, that means they even fucked, they, so that means if they're connecting it, they already fucked up Sandman. Yeah. I mean, the first year, his brother was kind of guarding hell. And then, but then his brother comes to earth to get Lucifer back. Cause he's like, I don't want to be in fucking hell. Yeah. <sighs> I, See, I honestly, I, this this could have all been prevented if they would have just done Lucifer like the comic. See, and now, like you said, I actually enjoyed the show. Yeah, I don't want, I don't want, I, I'm not sure I want another season because, like I said, the, the way the last season ended, that's it. You're perfect. That's the perfect way to end that show. Just done. You're, you're done. So, you don't need anything else. I don't know why they would do another season. I don't know what they're gonna do for another season. I'm actually not even looking forward to it. I'm gonna watch it. And hopefully they'll surprise me and do something cool that I can kind of like enjoy. But then now you're telling me it's Sandman Universe. Like if you're gonna get this guy for another year, throw him throw him with the legends because Constantine's been going to hell a lot this season. Like he's he's been going back and forth so much. You might as well have Lucifer there now. Like hey, yeah, I'm in charge again, but you still got to handle this problem, Johnny. Yeah, there there's a good. There's really good Constantine moments in Sandman. I hope they sign him for a contract. Because <laughs> there's a good four issues of Sandman where Constantine is in it with Sandman. And, and they're fucking tight. This latest season of Legends of Tomorrow. It, it, I'm, actually, I'm actually planning to do this. Where I'm going to get all the episodes and just cut out the Constantine parts. And put that all together into like one giant movie. And then, because Amber Amber loves Constantine, so I'm just gonna do that for her so she can watch it. But it it, that for me too. His, <laughs> his storyline, like, is actually been way better than than the shit that's going on with the Legends of Tomorrow. Like, they're they're related, but he's kind of technically like trying to solve the problem on his own, and his shit is just cool because he is actually like dealing with demons, going in and out of hell, and just working shit out and I, it actually like bugs me when the legends like start to get them into whatever the fuck they're doing at the time so i'm like man he's doing some important shit you guys are like fuck you know what's uh that french lady let them eat cake marie antoinette yeah they, they're over there fucking with a resurrected marie antoinette where constantine is like fucking dealing with with bills above in hell uh, yeah. it, it's 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 a weird year for Legends of Tomorrow. And you know what pisses me off is that the better part of <laughs> the better part uh, that Sabrina with Lucifer out of hell is better than Lucifer the TV show. Like that's a better adaptation of Lucifer the comic or the Sandman part of it than. I then fucking. I still gotta watch season three. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, I, watch I, it if you want. Well, I, I I do want to, but like I said, you know, like, yeah. well, let's cut the fucking shit. Just read fucking Sandman, because <laughs> that's really it. Like the 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 shit that made uh, Sabrina season three good is the fact that it's like Sandman. 
Now, which Sandman? Because there's a current ongoing that's like on issue. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sandman Universe. Yeah, is that? I mean, is it the same thing? Is it just a re- rewrite that, of the original? That I'm not sure. I'm not current on that. Like, because when I read Sandman, I read them out of continuity, like out of order. And there's no real order, but they kind of is. So you can read them out of order and get a good sense of it. But then if you read them out of order, it's different. I mean, if you read them in order, it's different. So now I'm actually reading them in order. And it's like mind-blown shit. Um, I don't see how they make that a TV show. Like, how they're going to make it a successful TV show. They have to change it to make a successful TV show. And honestly, like, I don't trust anybody to make a comic book adaptation and have it be good anymore. Well, well, when does that show come out? Do you know? Uh, they're shooting in May. They're starting shooting in May, so sometime next year. Okay. But yeah, which coincides with the second season. Like, if they do a, another season of Lucifer, they'll start shooting it now too, and then he'll be in the, that other season. It'll still be fresh in people's minds. Is uh, Eternal supposed to have a love triangle between Black Knight, Cersei, and Icarus? Because <sighs> that's another news story I just saw right now. Yeah, Black Knight is not even supposed to be in Eternals at all. Okay. Uh, but so, again, I'm boycotting that movie, so it doesn't matter. You'll watch it. I'm not watching shit. So all the shit about the Sandman movie with J- Jason uh, Gordon Levitt, yeah, um, that turned into the Netflix series, right? Right. With whoever was connected with it before totally bailing out. Yeah. And here's the interesting thing too. I don't know who they're going to get to play the Raven. Like, if they were smart, they would get the guy from. The guy that played Matt in Swamp Thing, the the sheriff's son, because that character actually becomes the Raven for Sandman. So if they get the same actor, that would be cool. But I mean, it's not enough to save it. In sadder news, Magicians finally got canceled. Yeah. Which I'm the only one still watching that show, right? Yeah, I, I'm gonna watch it one, now that it's over. Oh, yeah, that show's fucked up. Like they do some weird shit, like just randomly. I don't know. I don't know why I love it so much. But yeah, I have to keep watching it. I'm, I'm kind of glad it's over because I feel like, like. You have an addiction, but the product you're addicted to is is like no longer available. Good for you. So we mentioned one million moms earlier. Uh, they're also boycotting Disney over the Owl House for demonic imagery and themes of witchcraft. I stand with them. The Owl House? Yes. 
I don't know what that is. It's a show on Disney Plus. It's uh, created by Dana Terrace about a girl who uh, leaves the Earth realm and ends up in the magic, uh, the uh, boiling aisles, and she's training to become a witch. Oh, yeah, it does kind of have like a little Harry Potter vibe. Yeah, it's created by Dana Terrace and uh fuck what's her boyfriend's name uh he's one of the stars shit mo what's his name uh oh, uh who daniel terrace would you uh say? the guy from gravity falls oh shit ah i knew i knew it but I'm a little inebriated. Yeah, I'm spacing out on his name. Alex Hirsch. Yeah, Alex Hirsch. He works on it and is one of the stars. I'm in. Yeah, I don't get the boycotting like fantasy stuff. Yeah. Like I I understand boycotting Eternals, but not Owl House. Interestingly enough, they actually boy. This is not the first time they boycotted Disney. They also boycotted Disney uh, because of Star versus the Forces of Evil. Yeah, for a similar reason as the Eternals, where they had a same-sex kiss. I mean, on screen. At, at, at this point, like they should boycott Frozen, right? Because you know they create life. That that snowman, they you know. They, they create life out of nothing. Magic, no, no, because the snowman is, is basically frosty, so that's fine. No, but, but I if mean, you have two, if you have two men kissing, he's created that magically, opens the gates though. of hell and leads the kids to be possessed and start kissing each other. Wait, but the whole point so of can't have that. The whole point of Frozen is homegirl like has magical powers. That's all, you know, if you want to get biblical, that that's all. If you're going to boycott the Owl House for, for magic and sorcery, then Frozen is along that point. Nah, it's fine because he's making ice. In fact, I, I can't think of a single fucking Disney thing that doesn't have some kind of magic or sorcery in it. <laughs> no, that's a... Yeah. Like, there, like there seriously, I can't, think of a, I can't think of a single a- animated Disney thing that doesn't have some kind of sorcery or magic in it because they're all based on fairy tales. Yeah. Well, there you go. We're we're gonna boycott Disney. So, Joe, are we are we watching Owl House? Yes. Cool. It looks like, cool. I'm, I pull I'm some... watching it. It's like six episodes, seven episodes in, and it's just a phenomenal show. It's great. Oh, you're already watching it. Okay, I gotta catch yeah. it. So next week, Owl House review. Wait, what's it about? It doesn't matter. Alex Hirsch is in it. Okay. Yeah. Alex Hirsch is great in it. He's like really funny. It's like Harry Potter with demons, right? Yeah. Wait, Harry Potter didn't have demons? No. No. I don't know. I never saw that. Yeah, evil, yeah. evil yeah. wizards. I mean, technically Voldemort could classify as a demon, but he's actually just the, like a fucked up human, right? Yeah. 
or fucked up mage or whatever the I guess the magic is users he, are. Is he the one that didn't have a nose? Yeah. Yeah. That was because of too much cocaine, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I knew. All right, any other news stories? I don't think so. I think we covered everything. Coronavirus and everything. Yeah, that's all the news stories. Coronavirus. <laughs> like whatever whatever you enjoy, it's being ruined by the coronavirus. That is true. Are you kidding? If if wrestling starts having no people in the crowd, I would love it even more. Look, WrestleMania might get canceled. So Ah fuck it. That's fine. That it's canceled completely? I'm not saying no audience. I mean, it's going to be canceled or postponed at the very least. No shit off my ass, man. Yeah, fuck them. I ain't working for them. Ah, oh, man. I thought you enjoyed WrestleMania. Uh, WrestleMania is like Super Bowl. It's yeah. to- completely commercial. Yeah. Yeah, but it's, it's, like, wa- it's like, watched it's and like beloved hours, by man. people who don't normally like watch and beloved whatever the sport is. Because uh, nah, wrestling fans are dumb. Fuck that. I watch Raw. Yeah. yeah. All right. The the money is going to be the day before WrestleMania. Like the stuff that I'm interested in happens before. WrestleMania only has like one or two matches I care about. Yep. You know what I mean? Did the, survivors... it's the, road, the road to WrestleMania that really gets like exciting. Yeah. Did the Survivor Series ever go back to the four-on-four elimination tag? Mm, nah. I love. They, they that. don't. I was so pissed. They, off they don't know they, how to do good shit no more. I was pissed off when they went to just like regular wrestling events. Because I remember yeah. that, that that that's all that was 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 four-on-four matches. But see, you remember that they only had three pay-per-views with that format. Really? Yeah. 87, 88, wait, no, 88, 89, 90. 91, they still had some, but that's when they started the singles matches. And then uh, 92, they completely got rid of it. See, that's why you got to watch Mexican wrestling, man. All those tag matches are elimination matches. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And But even then, like, if you watch one of them, it's fucking Mexican WWE. And you don't know what the hell is going on. The other one is more traditional. And that one's the one that's like four on four crazy shit. Dude, Mexican wrestling is crazy. It was like, I'd been watching Mexican wrestling for like two or three years before I realized it was like two out of three matches. Yeah, I remember I I had to, trying to get it on my TV was like trying to see porn on the TV. You know, when you go to the scramble channel and I had to move the bunny ears to get it just right. Yeah, and um, I didn't know what the hell was going on. I didn't know no Spanish back then. I just saw the dudes. I was like, "Yeah, that's cool." <laughs> you just saw the half naked dudes, and you were trying to unscramble it, huh? No, there wasn't half naked dudes because I remember seeing La La Parca back then. He's the only one that had clothes. Yeah, yeah, that's what drew me in. I'm like, hey, there's a giant skeleton wrestling. Fuck yeah! I love when the Ninja Turtles were wrestling. I think I have a DVD with a wrestling Spider-Man, but it was in, like, Puerto Rico. Okay, it sounds like we're done. Are we done? Yeah. <laughs> I asked. Yeah. yeah. Heck, man, give us some final thoughts, man. 
Yeah, Lucha Libre Forum coming next week. <laughs> On Patreon. Patreon. Only through Patreon. Joe, man, give us some final thoughts. So next week we'll be talking about the Owl House. And also we are going to be talking about Mercy. Mercy? The... I can't remember the girl's name, that lovely, lovely writer, artist. I think it's like Mirka Andola. Yeah, yeah. Mirka Andolfo. Yeah, uh, Mercy number one is out, and we're going to be talking about it. So if you want to join the conversation, maybe check it out, and then hit us up next week. Ah, final thought. Black Lightning's been really cool this year. Now that they added Magneto and the Outsiders are in it, it's like fucking superpowered people fighting is always cool. Magneto? Well, he's a guy trying to create uh, like a, a country where metahumans can live apart oh. from humans. And for Larry... He's busy with a family emergency. Uh, but he'd like you to know to follow us on Instagram and listen to us next week right here on allgames.com. <laughs>